Hi, welcome to Nollywood. <laughs> welcome to Nollywood Film Club. I'm Mr. Siavaruka Critic. Um this is gonna be a long intro. Please brace tight. But um welcome to Nollywood Film Club. We do discuss Nollywood movies every Sundays on um on Twitter spaces. Uh you do get on the podcast here. We do discuss the good um we'll discuss what we liked in the good we'll discuss what we don't like in the bad and yes the reason why i've just given that intro is because you're about to hear um one of the earlier episodes of um um of film club nollywood film club or nfc as we call it sometimes uh it is still is at its early stages we do not have a summary section yet we don't even have a pushback section actually some of the way um film club uh, got some of these sections were from um what i would call feedback <laughs> <laughs> yes what i would call feedback let's call them feedback mean um tweets subs and stuff yeah anyway but here is one of those conversations that sort of starts um i think this was one of the first conversation we had that uh that got us major pushback um which was surprising because i think if you listen to the space it's not it's not the worst thing it's not the worst i mean like if you've been listening to nollywood film club um we've definitely had harsher space harsher words for um for former films i guess um this film is uh, beloved by a lot of people and i'm sure a lot of you listening also love this film um it is what it is you know like you know, you know we can only but give our honest opinion right and some people will like some things and some people will not like some things and it's not even like it's anyway i'll let you listen to it i actually listening back to this i was surprised that i'm not even the biggest hater here <laughs> it's just because that's how i've remembered it <laughs> um but there's very much obviously somebody who who um uh who wins that one um uh i think it's also fun something that's funny here is to watch out for Oyin Khan's uh well my bad pronunciation of Oyin Khan's name um and uh also Oyin Khan's funny pronunciation of Makalik <laughs> Um, but uh, I never know if I'm pronouncing it right. I just know that she pronounced it like three different <laughs> ways. <laughs> anyway, this is a fun episode. Um, if you are listening around Christmas, uh, Merry Christmas. And uh, I hope you enjoyed this one. As you listen to Nollywood Film Club discussing Lionheart. Oh, wait, hang on. I I completely forgot. There's something I need to say. There is there is a pushback section. <laughs> uh this pushback section was not intended as in like this is not even really the birth of the pushback section. It comes a little later. We have a summary section before we got the pushback section. But um essentially what happened after the space happened, uh we saw a lot of subbing and sometimes just i think some people outright called us out you know some people are talking about you know, like we, we're one of the few people were 
I think we had eighty people talking about Lionheart on the day, and some people were saying some things on Twitter about people talking about Lionheart. Um, and I will that will come back in the second section, which I will also introduce. This is going to be a fun episode, guys. It's going to be a fun episode. I've mocked up the intro. I've given you false hope into another intro, um, but. I you'll enjoy the ride if you if you've been riding with us for 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 this long because this is chaotic and this is just like slightly different. Um, I think people here are still finding my feet. Even me, I'm definitely still finding my feet. I think I'm still finding my feet as this goes along anyway. But I think uh, it, it's like that for for people. But I'm so listening back. It always makes me um, a little yay kind of a little proud of how everyone has how far everyone has come um on the spaces so yes um but yes there'll be a second introduction for what i will call the second part of this which which will be the pushback section uh, because i think that part needs some explanation but uh do enjoy nollywood film club discussing Lionheart. okay wait, wait i lied all right no one last thing do listen out for exactly what i say about the cinematography i think i might mention it a couple of times or even anybody said um just listen out for how cinematography is discussed especially when i say it i'm saying this because it will come back into play in the pushback section all right enjoy you know what like we can actually pivot that straight into the discussion of Ryan Hart. um Give a brief summary of uh, like like uh, the flavor of what we think, where we are, really with with a yeah. lot of this. All right, so the general gist for us now at this point is, I think when when this first came out, I remember I did not like it at all. Um, Mrs. C, she like liked it, but like she saw like the issues I had I had I had stated with it. Um, uh, but I think. My hate, while my rage, hatred and rage still burns for this movie like it was yesterday, uh, Mrs. C, Mrs. C, no, she's still, she's still like, she, uh, let me speak, no, I can't speak for you. Speak no, for speak her. for me, speak <laughs> for me. Let's speak for you. Yeah, I mean, we'll get to like, we're not talking about analyzing the whole thing. Okay, all this, right. Like, so, yeah, so for me, I'm still like, I get the significance of the film at the time. Um, it, it was a big deal, right? It was the mm-hmm. first Netflix original, and like you said, Jenny Nef- was back. Nolly, yeah, Nolly first Nelly with Netflix original, and you know, ne- Jenny was back. It was a big deal. It was great. Um, beautiful gowns, beautiful gowns. Yeah, and um, they used really expensive cameras. And yeah, and exactly. It was yeah, it was that good stuff. Um, I, I still think it's fine. I don't think it did too much. But I just think it's fine. Like, we've definitely seen worse. Yeah. Definitely. We've seen, like, because I think one of our, our major critiques of it at the time was it didn't feel like it moved. It didn't feel much like it moved from point A to point, what was it? There wasn't much of an arc. For the protagonist. For the protagonist, yeah. And it just felt like nothing much happened, if that yeah. makes sense. But we saw Swallow, right? <laughs> That was dull as. F- so what I'm saying is we've seen much worse. 
Yeah, I, I, and I'll say like one of the things that I shouldn't hate this movie as much as I as you I really do, shouldn't. right? But I think my hatred comes from the fact that people people, people <laughs> who I know would recognize um, the faults of this movie if it was made by a different filmmaker, I think, or if you had different something attached to the the, the law the law surrounding the law surrounding the movie, if it had different things, different like sort of background, they would treat it better. Uh, um, sorry, they would treat it, they would, they would be closer to where I am and they would have more criti- uh, criticism for it. But it's like, I, because it was Genevieve's movie or something, it's just a bunch of people have just been, just licked this movie's ass. Kiss, kiss this movie's ass way too much. And, you know, I have no problem with giving like, um, credit where credit is due with with stuff like the picture quality and all of that, um, but like yeah, that was my that was my thing. I, 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 this movie could have been made by Kunle Falun. Like that's the truth of the matter. It's it's that kind of thing. But um, enough of the that's that's the brief like summary of, of where where we are. Can I can I say something? Sure, I was gonna ask you to start, but go on. Okay, um, I. I think this movie is an okay movie. There's nothing more, there's nothing big, and I don't understand your hatred of it. But the one thing, you remember why I was saying that things use it for their benefit? Remember that old Oscar something? Yeah. As much as I, I don't like the Oscars, not because of what, I don't like the Oscars because I feel it's a power entrenching thing, but I don't like the Oscars for that reason. Mm-hmm. And then I don't think this movie, when I'm, when Nigeria was supposed to nominate the movie and they were like, doing this old Twitter thing about um, Ava DuVernay and doing this. I think it was a very stupid thing. I think Ava DuVernay was pandering because this movie should have not been the movie that we should have given to the Oscars. I'm sorry, it should have been more... when I say this should have been considered, did I miss this? No, because, be- yeah, because um, um, we were in English and then they submitted it. Most of this movie was made in English yeah. and they submitted it for best foreign language movie. Best international. Best like international. They said international. No. Well, they changed. They changed it at the time, but it was like the best foreign language movie. Uh, it was okay. still everybody knew with every reasonable something. The thing did not change. The criteria did not change. It has to be a foreign language movie, and like this was the best movie. And that the was the other one, Mokolachi, the actual um, yeah, that one was in complete Yoruba, and that one was a much much better chance of like an Oscar movie. That movie was much much better. And I don't know why they gave in this movie. And then Eva DuVernay is like, oh, they decided they disqualified um, the Nigerian movie because of their English. Like, English is the language of the something. They said international something. Like, no, ju- you you know they just reached that. Like, that's so stupid. I think it was very stupid of Eva DuVernay doing this. She's also one of the black capitalists because, hey, because it was very, very stupid. You just know they just simply changed the name. The criteria still stayed the same. It yeah. was eighty percent in English. Mm. It wasn't a change. Like it was. It wasn't. Yeah, I don't get it. Like this is not a. This is not like a. And they quoted it. They put it in social justice sort of ways. And I'm like, social justice sort of ways. If you want to talk about it, cancel this Oscars or just admit indeed that the Oscars is just a, it's, all, it's just about American movies. That's I, it. I, just that's it. And I that thing pissed me off. 
but <laughs> like, as a Nigerian, it was this it was this African American speaker, and like as a Nigerian, let me just I'm not gonna go on Twitter and say anything because I never go on Twitter and say anything because Twitter will make it bad. But I'm just like, this is some silly nonsense. They knew, Nigerian, like you knew, you just had to read the criteria. They didn't read it. And then it went over Mokolaki, first of all, a much, much superior movie than this. And like, yeah, they just, all the other movies that submitted were all foreign language movies. Even that, um, um, was it called, Parasite that submitted for it, it wasn't a foreign language movie. Which film won that year? Parasite. <laughs> It was Parasite the year we submitted. Oh no 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 Lionheart. Wasn't it? Was it Roma? No Roma. Sorry Roma. Roma was the foreign language movie. We we submitted the year Roma submitted. Yeah yeah yeah. Roma was a foreign language movie, which is also confusing because a lot of America speak. America does not have an official language, by the way, and a lot of it speaks Spanish, which makes sense because half of America was. Like it's very confusing. I can agree. Like the other other thing was very confusing. But I'm saying that to surround it over this movie was completely ridiculous. Because the movie was just completely ridiculous. The good, the movie was beautiful. Is that it? Come on, come on, come on, come on! Give us more. Give us more. <laughs> no, I just I just had to get out off of my something because I'm just like. <laughs> the good okay the movie was beautiful i liked it uh she looked lovely it was it was it was entertaining with, with what it was and i liked the the whole like um the movie also went out of the way to be like representing Ni- more of nigeria because it then connected the north and the east you know, I thought that was nice. It was good to see, like, some performances in the movies were actually pretty good. There were some scenes that brought me joy, you know. There were some scenes that I connected with, with people. You know, people always talk about representation in movies, you know. Mm-hmm. There were some things I connected with. Other, um, It was an okay movie. Like, there was no need to be upset, to be pissed. <laughs> it, was, it was okay. It was good. Like, yeah, it was okay. Like, should this be a big comeback event movie? Not necessarily. But, like, it was okay. It was good. I enjoyed it. No, not that much complaint. I think the first Nollywood Netflix original is not a bad big comeback movie, Sha. It's not. Um, um, this, okay. We'll get to my hatred, Sha, later for this. Um, but I, I, I've, I've admitted straight out of the gate that my, my hatred from it is, is, fuel, is fueled by other things. It's not solely from the movie i think if i was watching this movie on my own like i probably wouldn't give i I wouldn't give it a second second thought like it would have just been like all right it's one of those movies where i agree it's kind of bad right and move on but (laughs) but but i haven't been allowed to move on by by um feedback anyway uh vanessa uh do do you have goods for us uh the good for uh lionheart sure um I like a lot of things about it. Um, I'm in agreement with everyone that it's an okay movie, pretty forgettable. But for what it was at the time, it served its purpose, I guess. Um, so what did I like? I liked the representation of a typical Ibu family. Um, and I know a lot of people, when they speak about this movie, they mention that um, dining table scene. And while it wasn't like the most groundbreaking of scenes, it was just an accurate representation of a typical Igbo family. And I'm not even Igbo, but I have 
family friends who are like they're a large family and when they are at a table together that's how they are you know they're, they're speaking in Igbo and they're speaking in English in in one sentence and and it just felt like supernatural and it was one of the few things few scenes that the movie did really well it was that dynamic between families and I feel like and I know I say this all the time. I feel like Nigerian films need to explore the dynamic, the dynamics between every single character, and like explore chemistry between each of them beyond just what they think chemistry is. It's just that feeling that you feel like, okay, yes, these people are actually family in the way that they speak to each other, in the way that they look at each other. So I felt like they did that really well. Um, um, I feel like. It was one of the few films that wasn't shot in Lagos. And like, I'm tired of seeing Hollywood films shot in Lagos. I want to, I'm, I'm done. We've seen everything. And, and I hate to say, maybe we haven't, but we've seen everything Lagos has to offer. And I really appreciated <laughs> the fact that it showed Enugu in the most beautiful lights. It was, it showed, Enugu is a beautiful city. And Lionheart did such a good job of showing that. Um, and even in like the brief, tiny little drone shot in, um, where did they go? Was this Sokoto or Kano that they went? Mm-hmm. Kano that they went. It was. It, it did a really good job of showing how beautiful Kano is, and I feel like Nigerians like to rest- Nigerian filmmakers like to restrict themselves to a very small circumference with location. And it's like we have a beautiful country. Granted, the insecurity in that country is bad, and there's a whole lot of logistics that has to go with shooting films elsewhere. But like we have so much at our disposal that we are not make, taking advantage of. And Lionheart did a really good job with showing that. Um, good. I'm not particularly a huge fan of um, Peter Doce, but he was actually really good in this one. Like, Pete had standouts in Things Fall Apart. And then after that, I don't know. But this was a really good showing for Pete. Um, one of my favorite lines in the film is your continued stay is an extension of your irrelevance. Please leave. Uh, <laughs> and I'm just waiting for the moment to say that to someone because <laughs> I want to. <laughs> like, and it was one of the few, you know, it's, and it was delivered in that peak measured tone that, yeah. you know, every, in every other tone, it might seem like ah, every other line, he's so measured and it's like a little unnecessary to be that measured, give us something. But that scene, that his measured tone was the perfect way to deliver that line because it was like, you are irrelevant and I don't care about you and I don't have to raise my voice to let you know. Mm-hmm. And it was a really good scene. Um, Kemal Wall was a highlight for this film. He was great in this. It was great to see him Kemo again. It was great to see him Kemo in something else other than comedy. You know, mm-hmm. he, he wasn't given a lot of opportunities to explore his range. As much of old Nollywood wasn't, you know. Once you were typecast, you were typecast. And this was an opportunity for Nkemawa to do something other than comedy. And he did it really well. And he was a highlight in this film for me. Um, who else did I, what else did I really like? Um, ooh, I liked um, Auntie, what's her name? Oh God, why is my brain? Onyeka Wenu. She was, because you know, Onyeka started off her career basic, I think as an actress, like she did a couple acting things in the 80s and you know before she started like 
focusing on music solely and I feel like she's a really good actress and she should be given more stuff to do. Um, she didn't have enough scenes in this for me, honestly, because she carried in pretty much all the scenes that she was in. So I wanted to see more of Onyeka, but she did a really good job. There were, there were things I really liked about it. Um, the de depiction of the transport companies in Nigeria. I feel like that when we talk about business magnates in Nigerian films, they're always either talking about an oil magnate or they're talking about... And transport is a big business especially in the east and it was just also a good accurate representation of of you know eastern nigeria and some of the wealthiest men in eastern nigeria probably transport business owners and whatever you know and i just felt like that was a really good thing and it was a it was i mean it was a good peg for a film that was based in the east that that was the business that they were focusing on um what else did i like oh it was beautiful like um <laughs> like when you said beautiful gowns great gowns um <laughs> the styling of um genevieve as this girl who is being primed to be ceo you know her dresses were great they fit really well mm -hmm. um even with like um, Kemowa as well, he's a what do they used to call that? Is up and down. That's is a good and look up and you. down. That at least that's what they call it. <laughs> um, it. It looked really good. Like it just everyone felt like at home in the clothes that they were in, and it didn't feel like these clothes didn't belong to them. So I really liked that as well. So yeah, I liked a bunch of things about this, Mister C. <laughs> <laughs> good, well done. <laughs> Okay. All right. Who's next on our list? I think it's Mel. Hello. So, uh, hi, Mel. Uh, hit us with all of the good stuff you have. Um, I think, um, not even I think, um, all of Vanessa the things that I liked about the film. Vanessa and Oyinkan have already said it. Um, I really enjoyed the drone shot into Kano. Um, that was a standout for me. Like, not a memorable film, as um, Vanessa said, but that stays that stayed with me. Um, like it was an ex for me personally, it felt like an experience. Um, and and that leads me to what, like I guess, like was the spirit of the film, and it was like a lot of respect. Mm. It felt like the actors had been treated with respect. It felt like they were treating the material with respect. It felt like they were treating the culture they were portraying with respect. I just and. Um, the portrayal of the North in Nollywood has always been like a very iffy subject for me. It's always been very voyeuristic, very othering. Um, this didn't feel that way at all. It felt authentic. Um, the actors were authentic. They used their house accents. It made sense. Um, I also enjoyed that um, it also felt like there was some type of control behind the scenes. Um, we're used to like very, um, I guess, boisterous acting from Nkemongo and I guess Peter Duce as well. Um, it felt like someone had reined um, a lot of the acting back, and it fits so well for the film. Um, and 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 maybe it's because of that that I interpreted the film as mundane. Um, and I love just things about mundane. Um, I don't have a lot of drama in my life, so like, I, I don't know, for me personally, it's like the really tiny things um, that just excite me, and so just it being about 
I guess like there was some type of conflict, but it being generally compared to a lot of Nollywood about nothing, just I really enjoy just how okay, this is this is a story. It's not dramatic, it's not um ostentatious, it's not exorbitant, it's just a story. And it felt like there was a lot of control on all of these things. Um, it, it felt like a story about the mundane, and I really enjoyed that. It was well told. I think it was. Um, it was very focused. Um, yeah, these are the things that I liked about it. I don't know. That's that's a good 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 point. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, well well articulated as well. Uh, thank you, Mel. Uh, me hit us with your positives for Lion Hearts. to me there. How much lag do you have? Okay. If Rotimi is not there, Miss 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 um, C, do you want to do your positives? Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, I think Vanessa mentioned that drone shot, and like we always have this, we have this drone shot thing, right? Mm-hmm. But that drone shot of Inugu was absolutely beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, it was beautiful. It was relevant, and it just, you know, it made sense. It worked. Um, Kemo was acting, I did love. Hmm. Um, I loved. I, I don't think I've seen him act like properly. <laughs> like he's a good actor, yeah, don't get me wrong. But like uh, like Mel said, it's always boisterous performances, right? Yeah. And this was like, oh, he yes. has range. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's nice. That's good to know. Um, dining scene, yes, family dynamic. It was showing that a non-toxic, relatively, relatively healthy family dynamic. Mm-hmm. And that was nice to see. Um, it didn't have the weird little dramas of, oh, you need to get married, or, oh, you're my daughter, my son should try and run it, oh, stop chasing your music dreams. It didn't have any of that. It was just, you know, there, there was the banter, right? And, you know, there was the banter. There was, oh, yeah, I really enjoyed some of the lines. Um, some of, and Kim's lines were absolutely beautiful. Like this, uh, the beef was a stretch but i really enjoyed him like this um bit where they were talking to one of the guys and they're trying to talk to him about a loan and he's looking at genevieve's cleavage and kim <laughs> just puts the newspaper up like he doesn't even look at her just puts it up and he's still looking at the guy and they stop and it looks like it's like no keep talking and it's just like that delivery was funny and what was the other thing he did again that I oh yeah when he was trying to bribe the other guy and he's like what are you doing I'm doing business <laughs> I and came and came had some good delivery had some good lines he gave me some good laughs so I enjoyed that as well um what else did I enjoy and yeah Genevieve's style choices were nice and her face looked great like it was you know it was just like I pointed out, like Genevieve is so beautiful, right? And I just love what they did with her face for most of the film. It was just so muted, right? It's like the only, you know, it's like eyebrows done, right? Mm-hmm. Foundation, concealer, whatever. But that was it. It is now. Um, did you say apart from foundation and concealer? And yeah, eyebrows, foundation, concealer. How much stuff do we need else on the face? Like I'm saying, they didn't put all that extra stuff, do they? Okay. This is how you know is um is truly, truly, truly man. Uh, do you ask how much stuff they put in oh, the wait. face? I'm just, you I'm, I'm, wait, hang on, wait. I, I'm talking. In, in don't you see when like, she puts on her makeup or and all I'm, those I'm, stuff? I'm, I don't. About in comparison to other films, in terms of 
what you know that sometimes... our current uh, so like the makeup style in our films seems to it, it works with the current makeup style of Nigeria, right? Which is bridal makeup every day of the week, right? And not in movies. Really, you have what? Yes. Let me not say not in movies. I'm just saying it's not it's not strange to see it in a movie. Um uh Isakan did it, um Superstar did it. A lot of films do it. Superstar did what? Like the there's a where the the lead has muted makeup, like eh? almost, almost like the Superstar no, had muted makeup. Almost the no makeup makeup look. When I don't remember Superstar having muted makeup. Um, then it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Always. It's okay. Was always made up, right? It's okay. Was always made up. I remember her purple lipstick and stuff. Like this is this. Her makeup worked for like you know she's you know business business person. She's not doing the most, right? Maybe I'm misremembering. I I just I I thought it's I've seen this like sort of like. This uh, no makeup makeup. I think makeup. This is Nollywood where characters wake up with their like mm. with eyeshadow, right? Look, yeah, it's not it's only a... Nollywood. All of them do that. Let's not only say it. Yeah. They do it in American yeah, movies. They do but it in like, yeah. <laughs> but good ones, good ones will give you the no makeup, makeup look, yeah, like the no makeup makeup look, because you're coming on camera, you're going to have makeup on, yeah, right? It's yeah. just what kind of makeup are you doing? Yeah. And you know, she looked like she was doing normal every day, not even our normal every day, it was yeah. just very muted. And then it's like, it just works for like, you know, a very serious person who's, you know, okay, all right, but yeah, anything I, else? Um, what else? What else? You said a bit. So. I've said a bit. Yeah, yeah, I said a bit. Yeah, so all right. I can leave. Yeah, I'm just saying something like, don't, don't feel the, the don't feel the need to, to, to pressure more. to add more. Um, oh yeah, so and this is the thing is that opening scene, there was a lot of the opening scene that I liked, which led to disappointment with the rest of it. But that you know that scene of like the buses pulling in, the mm. agoros coming, mm. right? That whole chaos and commotion. Mm. It was really interesting. Mm. I mean, I thought it was gonna we thought it was gonna go somewhere, but it didn't. But on its own before realizing it wasn't going to tie in too much, mm. <laughs> except make her late. It was quite an interesting scene. Mm-hmm. Like, it it looked good. It looked... Yeah, I liked that. Mm-hmm. All right, that's me. I'm done. All right. Um, I, I don't know that I have much to add to all of the good, anything. And it's not because I don't have any goods. I, I actually agree with most of the things people have said here as good. There's some I disagree with, but, like, that will come up in... And and the side where we're talking about the parts, the the bads. But um, the only other good I would add for myself <clears throat> was, <clears throat> I think a lot of the veterans did really well. KLK for me crushed it. Always. Um, and like like always, there was <clears throat> my my favorite scene was when um, it's it's that guy really thinks about his character. Like there's this thing where they're interviewing him, and he's about to he's about to like quote-unquote misspeak with um but he's about to quote-unquote misspeak about oh except yeah. my is it well like um well, and my condolences yes and yeah, sorry. Hey, well wishes yeah and he knows that he's about to do that and you know whilst the interviewer is is 
you know, asking him the question. He has this like, like ev evil grin, but like if if you don't know, if you're just looking from um, from the perspective, you don't know what it is. You, you know, like he just looks like, oh, it's like a like a Steve, almost like a Steve Jobs, good person character. That like, yeah, oh yeah, I understand why. Understand why you're smiling. You're a charismatic person yeah. on screen. It made that made sense. And then, um, just I'm a huge KOK fan, so like, um, it's just he, he's very good. I thought Peter Dochi was good, like people have said. Uh, not too, I thought it looked good. Um, picture quality, they'd use expensive cameras, I, I guess. Um, uh, but yeah, that, that was my part. Okay, so we'll go Tosin. Tosin, if you have any good, we'll go with you next and then we'll go to you, Mel. Hi, guys. Um, I think a lot of people have already said the um, things that I like, so I won't repeat them. But I really like the movie. Um, I think I, I liked it for what it was. Um, but I think what I really liked that nobody has mentioned yet was in camel well i really well the story first of all i like that it wasn't the typical when i saw in camel well come into the film i thought it was just going to be some wicked uncle right so i like that the story disappointed me in that like like we don't want to see wicked uncles all the time can it just be a simple story of an uncle who is nice and wants to groom his mates to take over the business I think that's what I really liked about it mostly. Um, and just the chemistry of the characters in general. So yeah, that's me. Okay, cool. Thanks, Thank Susan. Um I think I, I almost I think I dislike almost every part of the story, but you can you can <laughs> we, we, we you can tell me why I'm um why you oh, think I'm wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why you think I'm wrong. Did you hear what I said? I said I was gonna do this and then we're gonna to go to Mel. Okay. You, you don't. You don't I listen. Don't listen to you. you don't you listen. Anyway, um, yeah, Mel, we'll, we'll get to you now. Yes. Um, before we went to the um, guess the negatives, I wanted to ask what everyone thought about um, Genevieve as a filmmaker. Um, I don't know if I should say my thoughts first, um, but I just I thought it was interesting thinking about um, Ruti yesterday and thinking about Lionheart as well. Just. Do you do you think that she's being slept on? That she's being what? And maybe she's you should start with you. Um, slept on. Oh, slept on. Okay. Um. Um. Do you want to give us yours first, Mel? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Maybe you should set the pace. If you have, if you have thoughts, Mel, on uh, Jennifer. Yeah, I think that um, I have my personal issues with Ruth yet. I haven't rewatched it. I although I promised that I would. Um, so I'm not. I'm not a hundred percent on what I remember. I know that, and my feelings are the things that I trust. Um, when I watched it, I felt, ha, huh, I hate the script. Um, I hate the dialogue. I think specifically. Um, so I'm, I have plans to rewatch it, but I thought that the film itself. Um, the story of the film, the way that it moved, um, had a lot of potential and I really enjoyed it. I remember just being angry that the dialogue was like in the way of me properly enjoying the movie. And I thought that it was the same thing for, um, not the same thing, but I thought that I mm, enjoyed Lionheart a little bit less. Um, but the story of Lionheart was interesting. Um, I think that 
I think based on these two examples that she has like an eye for like interesting stories, different stories from the way that Nollywood works. Um, I think also that, um, I don't know, that there's a lot of, I'm such a fan of her as a filmmaker. I think that's the point. Um, and I I see so much growth between Lionheart and, and between um, Ruth Yesterday and Lionheart. And I can only imagine how much better she's going to get. Um, I think there's something there, personally. And I just wanted to know if anyone could see it or thought the same or thought different. It's fine. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that's actually a, a good question, and uh, it's cost quite broad, and we could actually have quite a, a long discussion. I'm happy to do that after we we conclude on the sort of the review part of this. If uh, if you're right with that, Mel, um, we'll we'll definitely uh, put a pin in it. We'll we'll come back to Genevieve as a filmmaker. I guess it can it can. Um, Here's the thing. She directed this movie, and okay, so when when the bad, right? Like, um, I, I'm going to kick us off, I guess, a little bit. I'm just going to give a snippet. Um, so I I don't I don't. There's nothing really interesting about the directing of this, um, from my perspective, with the exception of the reigning of Inkem over as an actor because we all like everybody has said we all know how he can he can get that i'm here for it most of the time but if you want to do like a film film yes i agree you you, you do have to pull him in um i i i don't i feel like genevieve was probably stressed by this this project because i think it showed in her acting um it for the first time in a while I just, every time she tried to emote for the few times she did, I could see like, it's like you could, I'm going to use the expression, like you can almost see the strings from the puppet doing, it's like, you can, I can see her going, I need to make this emotion. I need to make that emotion. It didn't feel like something that was flowing naturally, like it usually would. Um, I wasn't a big fan of her in, in this, like, and I, I just didn't think, her, she was given her, her emotions was given the all the right the right things, and the story. I just there's no part of the story I think is is particularly good, and I don't know this film. This film has like I think like five or six writers on it, of which mm. I remember I remember C J Obasi who is writing Mami Water and who wrote uh, the last uh, uh, Suffer the Witch in the Juju stories. Um, um, a film uh, and um, who also uh, I'm trying to think about the other thing you wrote. Anyway, but like is that and then it's is Bell, isn't it? no, 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 that's oh. Daniel Ria's direction. Um, um, the other the other thing I'm thinking about is uh, the other writer, the, the Fourth Republic, Ishaya Baka. Yeah, he's also a writer on this. These are people with uh, if, yeah. Like they feel like quite. Um, I mean, they're 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 talented people. Um, it just seems like maybe these people have different styles and different approaches that would have been difficult to 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 melt into one, one current script. Yeah, I wouldn't ask Nolan and Tarantino to write a script for me because I and I and I like both of those people. Um, so I, I don't know. It didn't. It didn't. It didn't work. None of the plot lines really work. Like 
is you know it's difficult to even point it's just easier to say raise me a plot point you think you work and i'll tell you why like they contradict it almost immediately after or it doesn't it doesn't stem through um the the whole burning of the loan okay fine you can make him this shitty person who has buried 950 million naira behind the board's back and everybody else's back but you can't make him a morally good oh the other thing peter Jutti does as a father he can't be that compassionate or oh, integrity loyalty that's that's the that's the brand of Lionheart. so you can be a good father right but you can't i'm not talking come, about good father yeah you can't I'm come about like, to the, the board and be like you know you questioned our family's ability yeah. to lead and our forthrightness and that that that, yeah. that. And it's like sir you did take 950 million mm. naira loan without notifying any members of your board and put yes. the whole company at risk yeah even so there's that Genevieve's character on a whole just seems purposeless. She's she's the obstacle along the way. In Kemowo should actually be running this thing because aside the fact that he solves this thing almost like right from the get-go, and she's like, no, let's do my three-point agenda plan that that leads to nowhere. And then we they end up we can't just come back to what Inkemowo wanted to do fr- from the beginning, except now they just ha- are doing it with, with less time. Um, uh, she has just I, I don't know like I don't know what this film was trying to do like meanwhile like they're going oh isn't it difficult for her like to be a woman in this space given all of this thing which is true for most women in like a, a lot of the spaces like I, to what point was this because like why give us an incompetent woman uh, who's incompetent at her job but her and her father to be honest like yeah, if if this is who she yeah, was he's the one who trained her then i get it she was late to every appointment she went to like it, it was i was like is this a joke is this a running gag that she's always oh, why yeah. always late to every meeting that she's going to um and and i and again like the the people who actually make the 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 person who keeps on making the good decision is her uncle she, she's just the person in the way uh, I, I don't understand any of it. The resolution, when they did the merger, I don't understand that, how that solves the 950 million, whatever. I, I don't even care. They don't even, whatever. I just don't, this film is just not for yeah, me. Anyway. It's, you know, the, uh, you said you were going to do snippet. You just yes. talked everything. But I was just going to say, like, I feel like they've this, given her, this is, this is a snippet this, this wow. Is, this is snippet. I, I feel like they, I, I wish they had given her more, right? More, that influenced the plot, right? If that makes sense, like um, the like in Kemal di- discovering the northern guy about to be um, scammed, yeah. Mekano's son, right? Like him discovering Mekano's son about to be scammed. Um, it's such a weird, convoluted way for him to go discover the guy for starters, right? And he so it's, it was, yeah. And so it's that his discovery of Mekano's son um, was, you know, something that smoothed the way for them to make that deal. And why couldn't it have been Jenny? Why couldn't it have been Jenny? It's not particularly her being that competent, right? Yeah, exactly. But why couldn't it have been her, right? Why couldn't it have been her with thought of a merger at the beginning and someone else was like, eh, maybe not. And then she tries other things and then, like, all right, this is why this merger is a great idea. It's just, there's just so many things that just happened to her, right? We don't, 
Yeah. Even if you had drives. The, the truth is, is that I don't I don't feel like I don't feel very good at Lionheart being in her hands to get Yes, it. exactly. Right. This like, is what it is. Like there's they don't they don't show her drive anything that shows us that yes, she should be the one to take over the running of the company. What? It sounds like it sounds like yeah, like, it's, it's, it's nepotism. It's just nepotism because it sounds like and Kim should be in charge of that place, right? It sounds like her uncle should be in charge. No, her dad. Her dad's not a very good businessman at this point no, in that's time. That's why she lent the bad business from. It sounds like her uncle should take over the company and run it, you know. And it sounds like yeah, you know, he because there's a, a lot of the good things about the plot, right, or the story seem to be him trying to train her, right? And being this mentor, right? This mm-hmm. mentor who's being protective, trying to give her room to grow. You get, he has the idea that saves everything, right? And he has this idea very early on, right? But she doesn't buy it. So he's like, all right, let's do your thing, mm-hmm. right? And he's, you know, in the doing of the thing, he's, you know, being protective of her. He's, mm-hmm. you know, pushing her to do some things. And it's like, this kind of feels like a him story. It's yeah. like, just like him, you know, it's like watching the karate kid, right? Mm. But the we don't see the karate kid really face up to the bullies, if that makes sense. Yeah. 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 I mean that's that's the my my it's weird to have a almost like a pointless protagonist in your film, but to me that's what it feels like we have. Anyway, with that tip of the iceberg. Uh, I'll, I'll pass it to Elizabeth. Just come on stage. Uh, let's uh, let's hear what you have to say, good or bad, whichever you can do both if you want. Okay, so um, I think I will start with what I thought was good, which everyone has repeated and reiterated, which is just the the cinematography, the scenery, beautiful, a different you know a different shot of Nigeria, perfect. But honestly, this is one of those movies that <clears throat> after I watched, I just went to sleep. Like, I didn't have an opinion. I watched it and I did not. Usually, one, a movie is supposed to elicit emotions from you, right? What did a movie make you feel? Are you angry? Are you sad? I was just there. I just closed my laptop and slept because I did not know what was happening because one, it was the plot was contrived. It was lackluster. I was like, what just happened? Usually, I'm the kind of person that I like slow bone movies. I like um, movies about the mundane thing. I like slice of life movies. I like, um, uh, you know, this transitioning from childhood to adulthood movies, coming of age. So usually when you watch these kind of movies, you know that, you know, you're going, you're not watching it for the action. You're watching it for, you know the what you get at the end. There's always there was, there's always something that the move that the story or the plot is trying to achieve at the end. Is it the transitioning from child boyhood to manhood, childhood to you know dealing with dealing with um, grief as a child or dealing with or learning life lessons within twenty four hours? You know there's there's always something happening. But this movie. This movie, I don't know. Like I said, plot contrived because you know uh, you you're not even sure how the business was badly managed. As in, some things were uh, the nothing was adding up. I remember meeting one of the writers 
And the first thing I asked him was, you wrote, you're part of the writers. He said, yes. And I said, so what happened to that script? Uh, of course, he just went back like, oh, this was how they got the idea. Yada, yada, yada. They had to, because it was, you know, they had a different resolution, the first script. But because the script, you know, kept changing hands and then they still had to um, interpret it to ego. So, like, maybe everything just became convoluted at the end of the day. So, as much as Lion Heart, I thought Lion Heart was trying to achieve something. I'll give the I'll give it that. It was trying to achieve something that it ended up not achieving. Of course, that's all the positives, like um the veterans acting, you know, the the scenery, the 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 subtle fashion, the culture, you know, if you if even Fino's acting, as in you'd be impressed, you know, just the shorts script that he had and you're like oh okay that works but at the end of the day it's such a disappointment at, at least for me i've seen that movie i think i can't remember when 2019 or so i i really cannot in fact i i think i can just remember bits and pieces and that's it for me if a movie does not have shelf life to me it's not a great not true of course there's some movies that you don't want to watch a second time maybe it's sad or you know you're you're just trying to avoid all of that but if I feel like for this kind of movie that is supposed to be, I don't know, feel good. It's, you know, it does, it's not trying to achieve something too big. It's just normal, natural. You should at least know that this kind of movie should have some sort of shelf life. But this, this does not even look like he wants to stay on the shelf. He wants to get off as fast as possible. So that is it for me. The plot was contrived and lackluster. All right. Okay. It's not just me. Okay. All right. Uh, should we go? Let's go, Vanessa, and then we'll go in camp, Tosin, and then Mel. Hey, God. I'm about taking this too seriously. God. Honestly, me, I just took it for what it was. Was the plot contrived? Yes. But much of Nollywood films are contrived. So it's not that far away from the regular. Um and also, honestly, I just enjoyed watching a film where I wasn't like people are doing all this gang for nothing. At least they did not do any gang and it was for nothing. But like <laughs> like it's not it's not that deep bad sha um wahala be like peter okoye those two seconds that peter okoye was on screen i was like haba now like this is this really what we're giving we genuinely could have done without that entire scene like so who is Peter Okoye one that she's reaching out to him for money which kind of money do he have what is his role in this entire thing like why was Peter Okoye needed except for a celebrity cameo I'm like I'd I didn't get it. And then we had a celebrity cameo that didn't even make sense. But like Peter Okoye, really? Um, Is it bad? I feel like I'm, Mr. C, your, your preview has taken away all the bad from everybody's mouth. But 
plenty left. There's plenty left. There's plenty left. Trust me. Mr. C. It's not that deep. Um, what else was bad? Um, hey God, hey God, what else was bad? I feel like everyone has said the thing about like she was supposed to be the CEO and baby girl did not know what she was doing. That's the thing. Um, that's the thing. Like everybody, I just felt like. They just wanted us to accept the fact that she was supposed to be CEO. And I was, honestly, I was good and ready to accept the fact that she was supposed to be CEO because why not? Mm-hmm. Um, but they didn't do anything to, like, get us on her side. And, like, you guys mentioned it in the beginning, like, the lack of, like, a character arc. It's like this girl didn't grow. Like, this was supposed to be a young paduan i'm training you type situation and it's like did she learn anything because it didn't seem like she learned anything and it was like there was no growth there was no character growth and i feel like that's when like an entire film is lost is when you don't there's no trajectory you don't see this especially with the lead yeah if the lead is already resolved from the beginning which was the thing that was like a little kinny, like telling us, oh, she's supposed to be CEO. And we all just sort of accepted in the beginning that she was mm-hmm. supposed to be CEO. And it's almost like she was resolved and the script was resolved in her being CEO. That it didn't matter whatever the hell she went through throughout the whole film. She was going to be CEO. Like they tried to do the whole, uh, the potential of her being CEO is in jeopardy with KOK's character. But it never mm-hmm. really was, honestly. Because we all just sort of knew that at the end of the day, she Shisha going to be CEO. And it just didn't feel like there was any growth with the lead character. And it's like, how are we supposed to form an attachment to this character if we're not seeing any development? Um, also, I, didn't, I don't understand, like, the... Even though I like the relationship dynamic be- between all of them as an entirety, like... They tried to put her as this daddy's girl, like, and it was like she was her dad's favorite. But I just didn't. It, I don't know. I didn't feel it. Yeah, I mean, they told us. I just didn't feel it. Which is weird. But like, I don't know. It just didn't. A lot of stuff was just loose. I guess it just needed a bit of tightening up. I don't know if that. Like, even with like the plots, like if they just like went here and there and like fixed the little here and fixed the little there and just tightened everything a bit up a bit more it would feel a lot more you know right and like conclusive it just felt like even though the film felt like it was right and was treated well like mel said in the beginning and like there was control behind the scenes and everything but like the plot itself was like loose and like with no direction and just tightening here and there could have helped it get like a focus. So I guess that was what was missing and why it was unforget was why it was forgettable. And like unless which is weird because like I remember a lot about it and I haven't watched it in a bit. But it's also forgettable at the same time. I don't know how they pulled that off, but they did. Um yeah, so the it it, it just felt like there was no direction and it sucks because there was a potential for a lot 
to be done with this film and that's when that's when it that's when it sucks the most is when you can see that it could have been great and it just wasn't all right yeah Thank you. Um, all right. I, I can't remember who I said. Oh, are you in cancer? Yeah, yeah me. Uh, see, um, everybody has already said kind of the things I want to say about the movie. So, but I think I want to say this. Mr. C, I don't get why you're so angry about this movie. I know you explained it though, but <laughs> I, I think I kind of understand because the marketing of this movie kind of made it like it was going to be this important groundbreaking movie and then you see the movie and you're like it is just typical i can get without why people can be upset about it like but like it's it, yeah like everybody has already given a very good astute um separation of what could be like some that could be improved in this movie that can carry from okay to did you remember all these things uh, that that uh, blah blah blah? And sometimes I also I don't think that characters need to necessarily change in movies because sometimes many movies many characters literally stay the same, and those movies are beloved and you enjoy yourself. Like this movie, not only was it it was typical, it also lost. There's something sort of like it wasn't. How am I going to say it? Like it wasn't the performance. Some of the performances were good, but it wasn't like, I'm not going to be like 10 years from now, or even I went the last that I watched this movie. I'm not going to be like, this is one of my most favorite movies. Or like, I'm not even going to be I'm remembering, remember this movie that much, you know, in the list of, of Jenny Reeves movies that I would think about. This movie is not it, okay? But it's an okay movie. It's a movie that you watch on a Sunday something, and you watch it, and you won't be annoyed. You won't be. You won't be graded. You just enjoy it, and you will go into a space, and you will just enjoy it. Huh? That's it. Like, I can't say anything bad because everybody has already said it, and I will just be repeating what everybody else has said it. I just be. I just yeah, I, I do it. think the marketing was too much. The marketing they overmarketed the movie, and therefore they got we got something that wasn't that to the marketing that they marketed it. And I was just like, okay, and that's why that whole Oscar thing also pissed me off because again, Machalachi was also could have been submitted. That was a much better movie. Like it was, it was much better, and it's also a group of people that. Sometimes Nollywood used to do this type of group of people, but now Nollywood is full of a lot of, a lot of upper middle class people trying to be white people. <laughs> so that movie and that movie—that's that's what I think. There is no need to be upset about this movie. It's not. It's not cheap, Daddy. Too. <laughs> like, no, is it? Was it the, the Bollywood movie? The Bollywood and Nollywood movie. That gives you joy. That's that's a masterpiece, but I don't. I yeah, don't yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. That movie gives you joy. It doesn't give you. It's, it doesn't have that flavor that gives you joy and that you just love it. It's it's a hey, it's a hey. Just watch it on a cool day. Just watch it and enjoy your life. Okay. All right. So what? Thanks, thanks, because whilst I don't um, 
I, I don't actually quite, I get what people are saying and I would be more into, yeah, it's forgettable and it's, um, and it's, uh, I, don't, I don't think it's, it's kind of just, oh, it's just okay, I do think it's bad, um, but I understand a lot of the things that it, um, understand why some people might, um, well, my, where my anger is, right, and 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 this is where my anger stems from. Like I explained earlier, isn't from just the quality of it, because it's not just awful and isn't like people say it's, it's not Chief Daddy too, um, or or um, it's not it's not and I'm like poor in it's not that poor in quality. Like I'm gonna say what I like, but I think people give it too much of a pass that uh, is there. I don't even think it's there. I do think it's kind of bad. I think it's it's bad. Um, it's not. I, I don't know. I, I I want to judge its ambition, but maybe it was ambitious in, in some things and maybe like this is just a failure of what they tried to do. But like everybody has talked about the people keep on saying that like there's no more stuff. To, I've got a lot. To, I, I could be here for uh, Jemima's acting wasn't the, the greatest. Let's be honest. Uh, Jemima, right? That's the name. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, um, this, uh, no. Yeah, she was giving us starstruck vibes by by Genevieve, which I I guess I understand. But like in the film, it doesn't make it look great. Um, almost all of the almost here's the thing that. The beginning starts with that outside scene, like like um, like Mrs. C said, um, and and um, and then the drone shot, and that's I'm like, oh look, like everybody said, oh any good look doesn't any good look great, and then almost the rest of the film takes the, takes place indoors. It's just one indoor shot after one indoor shot. It's like the most well shot Iroko movie, Iroko TV movie. I've seen it's, it's just that's the kind of thing you do when you don't have a budget and you want to like control for because like shooting outside is is a bit more expensive and you don't have as much control over the elements but like it's just from one interior to the next interior to the next interior for the most part like that's that's it and, like it adds to the like boringness and like the dullness of, of the thing I don't think the cinematography is great um it's not the worst, but like it doesn't particularly. To be honest, I don't know how many. There are not that many Nigerian um, films that do amazing cinematography. But um, yeah, I, uh, anyway, I'm just saying the reason why I said all this is that there's plenty more. There's plenty more bad stuff I can talk about. Um, anyway, all right. So who we've had? Uh, have we done with our list? So okay, I guess biscuits. Biscuits, you can go. Oh, Mel, you be next. Sorry, sorry about that. Bis but let's let's have biscuit on. Is it biscuit? Am I? Yes, biscuit film. Yes. yes. Hello. Hello. Good evening. Good evening. Oh, sorry. Line is that forgetting the the fact that is the let me say the opener of Netflix in Nigeria to everyone that has a create that is creative and that is a film lover will see that film as a typical Iroko movie. It's not it's not a movie that's supposed to grace everybody's TV screen. I won't lie to you. Because from the script writing to location scouting to some angle shots and some other stuff is like crap to me. I won't lie to you. And forget the fact that Netflix giving that huge amount of money for this lion's art 
it's something that we need to like check like what is really happening this is nigerian politics here in play i don't like you yeah because I think a lot of was made before um made under netflix yeah yeah it. netflix yeah, it was it was no it was made before netflix you understand but this movie was uh advertised for netflix that is the first movie netflix played for in nigeria Lanzarote is the first movie Netflix played for in Nigeria. So now, for Netflix to have paid that huge amount of money, then I think if it is not hype, if that exact number of amount of money was given truly, then something is wrong somewhere. Because I don't think Netflix, after watching Search, should give out this kind of money to such thing. Um, today, if you look at our Netflix, I think Netflix is even becoming uh, our Iroko TV online. Let me put it that way. Because you, there are a lot of crappy Nigerian movies on this same Netflix, saying Netflix Nigeria or Netflix Africa. You get it. So I think we don't really need to discuss this Lion's ad because everybody knows it's a trap, it's a, it's a trash from beginning to the end. There are a lot of movies you can do, educated movie, interesting movies, that even without le- with less budget, since tangible, something tangible can come out of it better than this Chief Daddy 2 or this Lion's Heart, uh, blah, 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 kind of stuff. So I, I think we need to just find a way around uh, criticism. Let's criticize some, something bigger. Not this lens art, please. Let's look at something better. Let's just feel okay. Let's give ourselves a little bit of challenge because there's nothing challenging in this lens art. Thank you very much. Wow, wow, shut up, be fire. Okay, uh, I mean, like, and give money to whoever Netflix wants to give money to. Um, like, that's that's the I mean, like, I guess the problem it becomes. If you keep on if you keep on paying for like mediocrity or we'll just get the same old like I felt like Netflix was a chance to reinvent Nollywood and going, hey, you know, like maybe Nef- uh, uh, Nollywood on uh, Netflix maybe Nollywood films on Netflix was going to mean something different. Instead now I think eventually people will just be like, Oh no, I don't do Nollywood included and now Netflix is going to be part of that um sort of part of that bracket unfortunately um it's a milestone it's all of the things that people gave it credit for but um yeah my thing i oh one thing i can't believe i haven't mentioned because maybe i guess this is this is when my hatred for like orange and teal started from. Oh, yeah, this, this is the beginning and and it's it's a, something that i've had to refine um because like it wasn't something i didn't think i understood as well because like a lot of films do orange and teal it's not the thing i guess is the it's the it's the saturation with the orange like when the orange and the teal are just so loud and then everything else is almost turned out almost black and white there's some like almost artifacts on if you look at like people's face uh they, uh, i'm thinking cam and some parts of of pete's close-up when he's in in decent light like his face looks like they've just taken little patches of his face and just turned it into black and white. It 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 looks it looks kind of awful. Um, and yeah, I'm I'm just not a 
big deal of um big believer in like getting sort of one sort of um although i'm watching it again I'm, I'm i'm not sure they did it throughout the film but they did it for most of the film but getting sort of like uh one type of color gradient and just applying it through the whole film it's like 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 a filter it's not that's not how i don't believe that's how you're supposed to grade a film um but yeah like i said it's, there's many more there's many more things i can say about it people say like i've said all the time there's, there's plenty of stuff. Ayinka, after Ayinka's uh, Mel, um, please, you can go. Yeah. Um, I, I want to say that um, a lot of people as well for marketing. Netflix is Iroko TV. <laughs> wow. Okay. All right. Um, do you know, like, let's just say more of 80, more, 80% of Netflix is Iroko TV. Okay. I don't know why people think yeah. when these yeah. foreign companies are coming into Nigeria, it means more money. No. Yeah, there is a difference because they are foreign companies, they are capital, no. they have a little oh, yeah. bit more money. But yeah. let me tell you, let me tell you, when they are going to present like why they should come into Nigeria, Nigerians will be like, Okay, they'll come in knowing that they just have to spend less money into this movie market money, into this movie market, and then gain back a lot more. Yeah. If if Nigerians are able to make but able to carry this company to the, as big this um no, Nollywood to so as big as it is to make that much um, profit back, why would they? You people keep on forgetting Netflix is a company. It's a company. Even yeah, in America like this, they give a lot. Of, they, they they have a lot of bad things. Like a lot of Americans used to talk about it. They have a lot of bad, low budget. Most of their things are bad, low budget, ridiculous, stupid thing. It is Iroko TV. It is not. Once in a while, Netflix will put money out and go to the Oscars and campaign the Oscars because Oscars is also marketing. Because once you say this thing has been nominated by Oscar, mm. eh, you get money. Because this, I'm talking about the business side. Like, you get money for it. There's a reason why Netflix put a lot of money to make sure they get Oscars to try and nominate them. Because Oscars didn't want to do it for a while. It was a fight. And Netflix had to go buy up basically most of Hollywood to do that. The same thing with Disney, right? They had to go buy up basically most of Hollywood to do that. The reason why they're doing this thing is just to get their profit back. Again, remember that Netflix is always a Roku TV. Roku TV can be a little bit better in some ways, but Netflix is because they have money. They'll give you a little bit more money because they have a little bit more money. You know, they're Netflix, they're a foreign company, but they're not. But that money is just basically the same amount of like, if you do it like, if you do it proportionally, it's basically like the same amount. They're literally giving like pennies. They're, they're talking about, oh, I paid $3 million for this. They gave... They gave Tala Perry close to a hundred million dollars. I think they even went past a hundred million dollars for him to give us that Madia movie. I, Can I'm you sure. believe that? I'm Can you see that? And so, so you think three million dollars or something? So Netflix. No. I want again to tell everybody: Netflix is Iroko TV. The same <laughs> business practice. Where do you think Iroko TV mm -hmm. got the idea for their business practice? Netflix. Netflix is Iroko TV. Don't fall for marketing. The same way this movie gave a lot of marketing, like it's important, it's amazing, Netflix, all this, let's go to Oscars, and then you watch it, you're like, this is basic. The same thing, Netflix is basic, and I, and I pay Netflix. One time, they, they bump up my thing, there's no money for me, but anyway, <laughs> Netflix is... 
<laughs> no, Netflix is all money for me, but I let I let it go. I'm not about to call a million dollar corporation and be on the pool for like ten hours. <laughs> <laughs> and like Netflix is a local TV. That's where local TV got its business model from. That's where all these things get their business model from. Netflix is a local TV. All right. That's it. That's what I'm gonna say. Sorry, Sorry. can I say something? <laughs> I, I need to, I need to get Mel on, on the mic. Um, okay. Is it is it quick? Is, if it's, if it's yeah, not it's quick, just, no, no, it's very quick actually. I want to say that Netflix is Iroko TV, but also Netflix also recognize when to give us quality with good but budget. <laughs> that, that that's the, yeah, that's a good point. That's that's something I was going to say, and I I think what what is unfortunate for us. Uh, what I'm realize, uh, what I'm beginning to realize is that Netflix will spend because, like, you need to make good stuff to keep on attracting people. On you do, and you need to have it for the prestige and and for to attract more filmmakers, and more filmmakers will attract other filmmakers and all of that. To 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 have that, you they realize they need to make um, quality films. Now they also have a budget for making a bunch of trash and um, things that they can not put a lot of money behind and, and uh, hopefully just expand their viewership. And, and that's, that's part of the cost of business. Like, it, I imagine most of their money doesn't actually come from the quality because I don't know how much profit those, those films actually turn in. I think most of the, their profit comes from putting in, um, t- giving uh, low budget stuff um, that they don't care how much it does, but they believe that it will um, do some good business for them in terms of what it. But like the things that I don't know, I don't even know any of this for sure because the the what do you call it, the they are they are very opaque with all their numbers and 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 all of that. And I like um, the what Netflix is terrible at is just like being open with with what's. You know, with all how many people have watched certain things. Um, the other day I was hearing Amina is the most watched what Netflix, not even yeah. original. And that's very, it's very difficult for me to understand or believe. Um, but I, I, I don't know who I heard it from. I think I heard it from the director. So I don't, I don't know. Um, it's difficult to see where where all of that lands. But I understand the Iroko TV and slash Netflix um, comparison. Um, all right, uh, Mel. Love how uh, so much has led up to this, and I don't have a lot to say. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait. I you liked this movie, right? No, I, I didn't hate it. Okay. I didn't. It, it wasn't exciting, but I didn't find it excitable enough to hate on either. It was just. Meh. It was there, which, which is which is why, like, I agree with Vanessa. I, I'm not. I don't understand why you feel so strongly about it. I didn't think that I, there was anything to feel so strongly about. It's, but it's quite. It's bad though. It's not. It's not. It's not nothing. It's bad. I don't like, think it's bad. No, no, no. Okay. I don't think it's bad. I, okay, I really what, don't think it's bad. But like, I don't think any of the story works. Like, okay, if you think about, there's there's a lot of like. The bits of this thing where they try to make it um, like a almost like a feminist type movie where she's working, 
<laughs> in this field with men and like you know she's a bit oh well why did you do this why didn't you give it i bet you would have been different if, if um her brother was the one who was going to you know take it i bet you would have given it to him there's this um thing where this cloud of feminism hanging over it but like they don't if they don't commit to it and like what they do on the other side is almost antithetical to this is not a woman i want in charge of any of my cup like no i don't want this woman to babysit like she would be late for a start like like she's as late to every 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 meeting she was uh so was scared to um scared to go to she was almost late like i don't understand this um i don't i, I none of the movie makes sense but like especially at the time right it seems like uh, things have changed people were like oh my god this uh, this is really good this is great this is this is nice this is beautiful and all of this and that's where like i said my feel comes from and anybody who tells me this is okay you are you're part of that feel like it's not okay it, it's bad and i think like if kunle made this movie i think everybody would like yeah it's not good um it's 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 not good it's uh you know i think cuz like genevieve is a big fave which she is a fave of mine as well used to be she just hasn't done anything i i've loved in a in a while if if um if 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 someone who wasn't genevieve did this for me i just don't think it would have nearly the um sort of adoration or or like oh it's it's okay uh attitude it gets that's that's what is uh that's that's the fuel behind all of my this and like like um like uh Inca's pointed out there was a lot of oh yeah can you believe it the reason why this this thing you know they they, they turned it down for the the oscars like this thing is color graded to shit and i'm i'm not a sound person and i can hear somebody over processing the sound like I don't work in film. I I shouldn't be able to tell like the people who really work in film surely they know these things. It has one of the most boring like cinematography I've ever seen like it's a point and shoot film. This is what I'm saying like in terms of direction for this film. You, you keep on asking where this is coming from. I've spoke about for 40 minutes about all the bad things this thing has done. And people go, "Yeah, I don't disagree with you." And then you want me to go, "Oh, it's it's fine." Like how many how many minutes of of badness do I have to put into this for you to go, "All right, I think I will yeah. suggest Buddhism and like med and just let it go." <laughs> I'm not I'm not I'm not calling anyone to be canceled though. I I'm just saying that it's bad. That that's all I'm saying. Can I say it's bad? I think you can but I think that like just your I think when I when I ask why do you feel so strongly about this I'm also thinking about like all the love that you have for Namaste Wahala and yeah are you the person who should feel strongly uh, against the film I don't know about that um I didn't watch it when it was all hype my brother my brother recommended it to me so obviously I knew not to watch it. Um so I I missed all of that. Like it was much 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 later. Um in fact after the whole um it's been rejected thing everything died down they were like fine. Um let's watch it now and then I did. And so I missed all of that hype um which is why I didn't approach it with any expectations at all. I think that the things that you're talking about 
the 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 misrepresentation of feminism would have been the thing to like rile me up but um i i have come to expect it from nollywood every time nollywood um portends to do some type of social commentary or some type of ism they always do it the wrong way um so i've come to expect that um i don't have high hopes when when they said it was going to be a feminist film i said hmm how and i wasn't disappointed <laughs> can, can i say can i say king of boys is a better feminist the first one is a better feminist yeah. movie than this like by by quite a long stretch like that is a woman doing boss ass things in a male dominated society and nobody has to go Not just the society the well the business yeah, is in that 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 is um that is okay all right so we've, we've got a couple of hands uh right to me uh, i think you, you uh, we'll go right to me we'll go elizabeth and then we'll go bit hello can you, can you guys hear me hello can you hear me yeah yeah we can hear you okay uh so i'm going to try and keep this well okay i won't, I, I can't keep it brief uh, I saw this one. This came out in the in the cinema, and I think that like when you have like a movie that has Genevieve, Peter Docci, Kanayo, oh, Kanayo, I think um, Oyika Owenu is in this. Am I right? Is that Oyika? Was that yeah, Peter Docci? Yeah, she's in. Oyika Owenu is in this. Yes. Yes. Yes, I was in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you have a star-studded like Nollywood cast and everything. So the first thing that stands out when I first saw the trailer was like the actual production quality and these are like um for when it comes to general like nollywood movies the production quality is not not generally high so i like like what evoko was talking about about like uh, if i think king of boys and um i could give king of boys the production quality of lion hearts i would switch those two things because I thought the production quality was high. It's like so, there are some subtle things that me I pay attention to. So if you notice in the office space, there's a match like between the costumes and the, 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 me, you're, you're breaking up quite a bit. The, um, the set so design. I don't, I don't know. Who, um, and you all those three things are quite meant to match. So those are. Things that help help him. All right. Um, the look of a of a of a picture when you pay attention to your costume to your. Hang on. Wait. 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 Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, you're 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 breaking a lot, Rotimi. Um, I don't know whether you can either try again. Um, try going and coming back um, because, like, I, I missed everything you said, yeah. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you. Let's okay. Is it better now? Yes. Okay. Um, I think, okay, I switched off my Wi-Fi. So, okay. yeah, I said, yeah, I just said that also, first of all, I was like, the production quality, production mm. quality was actually, for me, was actually, that was the first thing that gets you when you watch the trailer and everything. I mean, you have a star-studded cast of Genevieve, Canal. Mm. Can I like okay, Peter Doce, Kemuo? You're like, okay, these are the all-star Nollywood cast. Like, you're going to check this out. Now, um, so I was talking about the production quality. Like, there are some certain things I pay attention to. So, like, if you see the office space, the con- the costume design along with the set design, 
along with the overall grade, grade of that whole setting was made to match. So there was a good, there's a good, good attention to like you understand um, this thing, production design, overall production design. So when Lionheart came out, the first thing that probably got a lot of people was the look for a Nollywood movie, and I think up to now it's still one of the better looking Nollywood movies in terms of overall quality. Now the weakest part of it is the performances, and I think that there's a kind of way I don't know. There's a I noticed that you know it kind of gets everybody to dial back their Nollywoodness. I think it's like they put it on on a handbrake. It's like Ikemwo don't go so much, Peter Dushi don't go so much, Koki don't, and I'm like that's what I come to see. I come to see Ikemwo go over the top because that's the entertainment value. So putting a handbrake on Ikemwo's um, this thing uh, performances is taking away from the movie. Even though you are trying to balance everything out, I'm like it takes away from the movie. It doesn't add. Then I don't know what I should I say the feminist thing. I am very cagey when I say that there was something that was supposed to happen in this movie. It, it I don't think it landed. Um, Genevieve was supposed to find a way to prove that she was worthy to lead her, her dad's company, and Ikemo was supposed to be her first obstacle because her dad didn't trust her, and he brought in her uncle. So it was like that, and as well as KOK as a villain, apart from KOK just appearing and trying to take over the company. KOK was not much of an obstacle. So between Ikemo KOK, there were supposed to be Genevieve's obstacles that she was supposed to overcome. Then her and Ikemo were supposed to combine, which they did. They kind of collaborated towards the end, but it was not... You didn't get at the end of the day that this girl has overcome everything to now become the true leader she was meant to be to take over the company. So that was that was it for me. Then um, the whole thing about Nigerians, you have to love Nigerian Nigerian audiences because once they decide to go for you, go out to support you, they will go out and support you blindly. And if you're anybody that follows people that stamp people on Twitter, you understand. So for whatever reasons, Nigerian Nigerians believe that that movie was the best thing since sliced bread. And they were ready to fight anybody to say, oh, why can't you nominate it for the Oscar? This is the best thing we're bringing from Nigeria. And I'm like, without understanding what's the criteria for even being picked. So, do I think, um, I think there's one other thing. There's a story that I'm supposed to, that I know about the production about this movie. It's not my story to tell. I think it probably belongs, belongs in the horrible bosses category. So, but it's not my story to tell. And I think that, there are a lot of things that go into the productions of movies. So, and I think that this is one thing I still still was struggling with in Hollywood. Aside from the producer, the director, the main actor, you understand, everybody else is a second, second, third degree citizen that nobody really pays attention to. And without them, you can't make a great movie. Without a great cinematographer, you can't make a great movie. Without great costume design, you can't make a great movie. Without great set design, you can't make a great movie. Without great, a great location guy, you can't make a great movie. So we kind of like put so much emphasis on those three people, the producer, the director, and the main lean actress, and we push everybody aside. And that's why most of our productions turn out the way they are. Don't talk about even, we don't even pay attention to the screenwriter. So all those things don't balance out. Now you see a lot of great productions. Oh, they pour a lot of money. Oh, everything looks great. But you leave it and you don't feel like this thing delivered a great story. Because you need, for you to ever have a great story, you need a great script writer to deliver a great story. Not just having a great production with all the stars there and everything. So, but overall, Lionheart is probably, for one of the first Netflix stuff, yeah, it was there. It was there. It could have been better. It could have been a whole, a whole lot better considering all the cast that they had. So, yeah, that's pretty much it for me. Okay, thank you, Richie. Uh, is it Elizabeth, then Biscuits? 
Okay, so um, I'll try to do this quickly. So um, you actually have a point when you say that um, because Genevieve is a fail, that's why, you know, people are not so over the top about it. You're very right because I just related it to me because when it came out, I think I was more sympathetic because one, is the first Nigerian um, original on Netflix. Then two, it was Genevieve. Not like she's my fave. I was just, you know, it's a woman thing. So I'm like, uh, first time making a movie. I think she had made Road to Yesterday or something. But I'm like, you know what? Uh, yeah, I'm a bit more sympathetic. And that's why I said I did not have any feeling when I watched it. I just watched it and went to bed. I did not even think about it. I did not overthink it. I did not... I did not try to rationalize. I did not even try to break it down. I just, you know what, I've watched the movie and that's the end. But when you try to extrapolate it eh, with Kunle Afalayo, you are very right because you can draw long parallel between Swallow and this movie. Let's start with false advertisements. It was not giving what it was supposed to give. So it's just like how Swallow started. Now, you know, when you watch the, the trailer or you read the synopsis, you, you, you're, you're going into the movie with something else entirely in mind. So when you're not seeing, when you're seeing the opposite of what you expected, of course, your expectation, you know, when, when you don't manage your expectation, you know, you get the, the disappointment tends to grow more than, you know, what you're looking at. That's one, two. Um, the 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 resolution so so you're right because if you in hindsight if you think about it the, the move the the way the movie was it should get you you know but i also understand if anyone is also not trying to overthink it and that's why you know i didn't give so much i just told you that the plot was this and that and i kept moving that's one and two about the about the there's a, that feminism thing that was supposed to stick, but isn't sticking. I don't think it's because Nigerian movies. I think it's because don't allow Nigerian men write movies about women, Nigerian women. Sorry, no offense. Eh? It's it's not all that bad. I think it's the new age thing. Because look at what, sorry to also call names again. Tunde Babalala is very good. You know, you know, when you see his name, you know what to expect when you want to watch a movie. But look at what he did with Citation. I really wanted to deck him. But, you know, that's just, that's just by the way. And I don't believe that, you know, Nigerians don't know what to, how to put that. Look, Amaka Igwe was 24 when she wrote Checkmate and directed it in 91. If you watch it again, this, this is how, you know, there was no exposition. There's no, you know, that's the problem I have. You know, I think that when we want to, we don't know how to just, you know, um, show and not tell. You know, the need for exposition in in the movie, like, oh, um, then you 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 prop up that theme and then you just prop it up and just remove the thing that used to prop it up. So it just landed flat in the face. So so that's the thing. I really don't believe it's it's you know it's a Nigerian thing. I just think that, you know, no offense. So I don't think Nigerian men are to write romance, one like that, too. Anything that has to do with women, there's always something they're always sliding in that you're like, mm. like immediately you watch it, you'll be like, let me go and let me go and check for the name of the person that wrote this thing. And you're like, ah, not very much surprised. But again, there are ex exceptions to this. Like, um, was it Zebejiro that wrote Domitila? Yeah. So to whoever wrote Domitila, you know, that, that's the exception to the rule. Thank you. Thanks, Elizabeth. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I'd probably add that whether how it turns out, it's difficult to know. 
with with what is going on with that script because it has five I think five I think five writers and of which Genevieve is one of them. So it might just be yeah, it could be a mixture of a, a lot of things. It could be one reason. It could be a combination of of others. But yeah, I I take your point. Um, with with certainly um uh Nigerian men and directing um like feminism thing. I have a similar thing with like I don't know to be honest. I've seen I've seen women do some some pretty bad bad jobs in in on Iroko T and Iroko TV. Uh, yeah, but um yeah. Anyway, all right. So we'll go biscuit and then we'll go to us. Okay, sorry, I'm back again. Hello, can you hear me? I can hear you good. You don't have to. Right. Oh, let me just quickly uh pick some points for Rotimi. Rotimi, see, let's forget about the the set designing here. After going through your your profile, I'll say okay, you are a film person also. The person that shot Lions Art, that is Yinka Edward. As at the time he shot this, is in UK, is a UK base. And he's one of our finest cinematographers we have in Nigeria. This guy is a BAFTA nominee. You need to know that. So the, the, the set designing for Lions Art is not even up to 50% compared to some movies you can just mention. The old camera crew on that set are white. They are British guys. They are foreigners. Now imagine these guys pulling this sort of movie we are debating today is a slap. I won't lie to you. But I'm sure after that, they've done something different, something better. But the, story, the main problem here is the location. Assuming this film, Lions Art, was shot in Lagos with the storyline, it would have been better in terms of picture-wise. They won't have issues of having flying drones unnecessarily, you know, just being indoor, shooting interior, interior, interior. As when it's shot in Lagos, where we know that this is the main hub of uh, transportation. This debate will have come up. That is why I told you the other time that location scouting and a lot of stuffs are part of filmmaking. Let me, I will recommend a film for you. I don't know if you can just go through it. The title of the film is A Separation. It's an Iranian movie. Go and look at this movie. Go and watch this movie. And I'm telling you, you will see that we have not in any way, no, none of us in Nigeria have done something simple and incredible like this movie. And this movie is one of the best in the whole world. And it was shot in Iran by an Iranian filmmaker. A very simple storyline. A storyline that is affecting you and I in this country. So, if you now, now imagine if we want to tell our story and we are not able to tell our story, then who is going to help us to tell our story? No one. I don't know if we are getting where, where I'm going to. If we ourselves can't tell our story, then outsider cannot tell our story for us because we have failed to tell our own story. Someone, uh, Elizabeth mentioned Swallow the other time, just mentioned Swallow the other time. Swallow is an adaptation. So we have issues. When you're adapting a movie, there's always an issue. Our writers, let me put that way, I'm sorry if it's 
getting too direct but majorly most of the movies i've come across in nigeria which are adaptations they are even the main story the main book is better interpreted than the movie we they, they, they made it with okay look at cd Lujile. that is the lion and the jewel by tuneke lani i was i was part of the, those who made that movie and sorry it was it's known it's known uh on the cinema for that long you know because Tiki has his own way of doing stuff but by the time you look at it if you truly want to sit down and adapt adapt this lion and the jewel story by professor Wolishenka and adapt it into a movie my brother is going to eat more than two hours of screen time do you have the patience to sit for two hours to watch it tv no unless you want to make it a series that is that let's just leave that for that so now this lion's art for me is not about the issue of trashing the the female gender kind of stuff no it's not that if this movie is well shot with proper aesthetics you and I will forget a lot of stuff because that is what filmmaking is all about. We hide things inside filmmaking. As a filmmaker, as a director, you are you only allow your viewers, your audience, to see what you want them to see. The O says you can you can listen to some minute sound cracks on inside the movie. I get it. It's not supposed to be. Normally, Netflix accept 5.1 surround system dolby so if netflix accepted this kind of movie are you telling me that netflix did not filter or did not watch this movie in their own studio fuck this is negligence on the part of the whole body in this film i'm talking from the from the sound designer to the producer to the director to the netflix crew members or the netflix board that censored the movie before they upload it onto onto their onto their onto their mainframe now netflix has raised their bat from 5.1 surround system to maybe 5.5 now so yeah you're telling me if i make if i go out there and make a movie and my sound is not better netflix is surely going to accept it that's why we have the likes of omogeto the saga on Netflix, blah 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 blah. These are made from crappy sound gadgets, not professional sound engineers. And these movies are on Netflix. And Netflix are paying dollars of moneras, oh sorry, dollars of the amount of dollars to these filmmakers. So that alone is not giving them a challenge to do something good for us to see. They are not giving us something challenging. Netflix needs to like find a way to challenge this guy. Go and bring so 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 kind of quality of movie. If you are not bringing the so so kind of quality of movie, we are not bringing. Let's start from the storyline. Roku TV itself even have better storyline than most of these movies we have on Netflix from Nigeria nowadays. All these Yoruba movies that we are all shouting at Kenny Kenny they have better storylines. Their execution might be poor because due to low-budget kind of stuff, blah, 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 blah. Right. But I think Netflix is now like uh, like a, a, a carcass in the film industry now. 
if you are not big to the certain, to some certain extent, then your project can't be on Netflix or you have to like wait, blah, 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 for so many years before you can be accepted or not, you know, that kind of stuff. So please, once me, try and check this movie out. It's separation. It's an inner movie. You can easily Google it and read about it and turn it and watch. You'll see what I'm talking about. Thank you very much. All right. Thank you. Um, I mean, I have a few pushbacks, but like I see Vanessa and Atas have raised their hands and they might see what's on my mind, but um, uh, Vanessa, you can go first and Atas will come to you. Okay, so um, while I agree that um, shooting indoors was um, a poor judgment call, the idea that Lagos is where to shoot was where to shoot lion hearts is laughable. Um, it's just not in. It just doesn't work with the with the it story. It doesn't work. At all. The uh, east is the hub of transport in Nigeria. That's where it is, and that's yeah. where it has always been, and quite frankly, probably always will be. Um, could the team behind lion hearts have done a better job of shooting in more places in Enugu? Yes. But they did a fantastic job portraying Enugu as a beautiful city, which it is. Um, even the films that are shot in Lagos still all shoot indoors. It is a problem in Nigerian filmmaking that needs to be resolved. Yes. But Lagos isn't... I feel like until we begin to explore other places, Lagos has been explored to its fullest potential. There is nothing else to shoot in Lagos. And Nigerian films need to explore everywhere else in Nigeria beyond Lagos. Um, the thing about uh, telling our own stories and having um, a, a pretty much all white film crew way, way, way. Um, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. Granted, um, amazing group people in Nigeria from south to DPs and all of that. I, I, I anything we can really do, particularly about that, it was a choice that was made. And to, to a large extent, they did a good job. Um, about the storytelling, saying whether or not a woman, a man, there's the, the feminist angle. Men don't write women well is a standard it's, it's always been a very few men write women well even and it's not just films even in books it's it's a lived experience that men don't have and and they cannot translate when they are writing women um what else is it because that location uh, thing really just got me um i mean like i, I just came to touch something with the we have to say that genevieve is She's part of the five or six writers, and she's a di- she's the director of this film in terms of not writing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so how much? I mean, like what I'm saying is like I understand this thing, and I kind of agree. Um, the one of like I said, one of the best, certainly one of the best feminist movie I've seen from Nigeria is is King of Boys, um, and that was that was obviously done by that was obviously um, done by a woman. But okay, mm-hmm. yes. Um, but I, I definitely, and even if you go back uh, to our old Hollywood films, there's there's a tradition of some, and and as somebody who watches a lot of Yoruba TV movies, uh, sometimes we go like, this movie is so, oh my god, this is 
a man must have written this. And you go re- check the writer, it's a woman's name. I'm like, oh, wow, okay. Um, uh, whilst I agree, but like, I, don't, I don't even think like, um, you know, like uh, some, of the, some of the women have been deemed particularly great, great on this anyway. But I agree, I agree, like write what you know. And, and part of that is, is sometimes letting people who are more in touch with these things who are usually women uh, do this part of the work. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, we'll get yeah, to I agree, it. and I, I think, and I think, and I also think there's something to be said for Nigerian filmmakers and like producers and all of that to begin to explore a a team of writers rather than just one person. Uh, um, they had a team. Now. They had a team. Yeah. They did have a team. Sorry, sorry to cut. It. Sorry to cut into it for you get to you guys. So they didn't really exactly have like a team sitting together. Now, this is me talking from what one of the writers told me. One person wrote, then gave it to another person, and then they left because the project was supposed to have been done like two years prior. So they had had this script sitting down for like some years. And again, it was not supposed to be Enugu, it was supposed to be shot in Abuja. That was the original script. Now, again, I'm just speaking from what one of the writers told me. So then when they were ready to shoot, they handed the script over to somebody else. Buna wrote another one, then they over handed over to another person that added the Igbo. So this is the thing. Things got lost in translation eventually. So they didn't have like a team. They just had scripts going from one hand to the other. I feel like okay, it I mean, like... is important and not this handover situation. Because I mean, when I think of a team, I do think of, um, you know, just you guys are working the same project. Because like in, in a lot of things, like you don't all have to contribute <laughs> to the building of a thing. Um, yes. Okay. Maybe, maybe, yeah. You're not thinking of it as a writer's room, uh, as like a particular writer's room, but like, yeah, uh, right. Yeah. That is diff- different. So, okay. What I get that's that's what clar- clarifying. I th- I think I also heard one of the writers was on um was on um was on uh, Niger film uh, filmmaker podcast and uh, yeah he's one of those guys like I I if I find that podcast I would tweet it for the rest of people to listen. It's fascinating how that guy views his um, scripts. He he has almost um, it's an interesting way to look. I've never seen a writer that has treats his work like it's. He doesn't seem that like they're not as precious to him as I've had uh, more writers uh, treat treat your work. It really isn't like I can't believe how like hey, it happens. Like you know they don't give me credit. Whatever. Yeah. I I have he you know I have a thousand ideas. They just come to me. Whatever it's that kind of thing. I'm not saying whether it's a necessarily bad or a good thing. I just thought it was interesting. Um, but yeah. Um, but Tass, uh, I'll give you a task. And then um, I, I forgot my hand is still up. Um, Vanessa kind of already, I think mostly. I couldn't. Sorry, I'm very ill. I've been ill for a couple of weeks, but um, I think that biscuit has let that one bridge in Lagos and the one and a half functional airports pull <laughs> him into thinking that Lagos is a transport hub, and it's it's just not. But um, <laughs> but, but yeah. Um, the movie, I guess, as a whole, has its problems. I just, I don't think the location, uh, the city is shut in is one of them. I don't think the scenery is one of them. Um, a lot of it is the story itself. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um. So that's uh, the all right. 
I'm going to give Incans and you can't stand over to me. Incans, what do you have to say? We, we don't have to address Biscuit's stuff again, and it's been very much addressed. <laughs> I was about to say um, everybody has addressed that thing. Okay, all right, okay. So, yeah. all right. Over to me, was that what you were going to say? Uh, address as well? You all. <laughs> the only thing is like, um, um, for me, it's just like, I've, I've done a couple of productions. I've been to the north. I've been to the east. So this is just the only thing about... You, it's going to be... You'll find me very hard for me to really say something extra negative about another person's work. And maybe, like, I'm, maybe I'm... Maybe, I don't know, maybe it makes me so objective or too timid. But I know what production productions are like, especially in Nigeria. Nigeria is not sane. And I mean yeah. it in, in the most nicest way. In Lagos, the problem you have outside is that you have the touts. You have touts, you have to, you have to control of weather, you have environments, locations that you don't have access to. I've been to the east. The east now, you go to the east, the ordinary people, nobody will disturb you there. I think there's a lot of people that are even interested in, in filming and everything. I've been to the north before. We shot at a beautiful castle and location. A couple of years later, I found that that place got attacked. They even killed somebody there. So, a lot of times, what you guys find out about when people go inside, that's the safest bet they have when they carry superstars and they have to just try and protect the production because going outside that safety zone is risky for the production. So it's not, so that's sometimes when I say things about people's production, I'm always trying not to sound as though I'm putting them down because there's a lot of things that go into it. And what you have in the Nigerian system is that people have found out a system. Oh, is this system we're going to be able to shoot in? I will be able to get a film. Oh, yeah, shoot in the city room. You try and shift outside that city room and it doesn't work. Everybody asks you, why did you go out? That's also why they also stick to a particular kind of format. Even in terms of the movies, the kind of cinema, that's why they're sticking to romance, they're sticking to slapstick comedy because they are scared to go outside the safety zone because they can't guarantee anything if they step outside their safety, safety, safety zone. And that's why we're kind of limited in the kind of stories we're getting, even in terms of the cinematography and everything. Sometimes if you ask the actual cinematographer, oh, why is it in turn out this way? He will tell you that, oh, I asked for this and this and this. I needed this, this, this and this to deliver this. And I can't deliver it. I don't have this particular equipment and everything. Now we were like, oh, they're doing a horrible job. And I'm like, ask the people the actual question about what went wrong on this production. And they'll be able to tell you that, oh, I didn't have this, 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 this. Like, even when we're talking about the writing, Ideally, how the script was passed on to passed on passed on to four or five people, you can't get a cohesive story like that. It's that's not that, that's not a plan. That's how people just put together things and they go into production. And that's why we always that's what always does me now. When I look at the final product, I'm like, okay, what's the process that you guys followed? When I look at the process, I'm like, okay, if this process wasn't straight, I'm not surprised at this result. I can't judge you on that because. If you did a straightforward process, everything was done well, and you came out with a bad movie, I'm like, okay. When the process is not straight, and you come out with one movie that I don't, I don't think the story is all that, then I'm, I understand why it happened. So production in Nigeria is not straightforward. Even though we're here talking as audience, audience, uh, audience members and trying to look at the final product, a lot of times the people making these things are going, they're not, everything is not balanced. Even minus the only their own um, in, uh, inadequacies or an incompetence or lack of um, film knowledge or whatever. All that one is combined. Well, combined that you have Nigeria. So that, that's just what I wanted to say to Biscuit. It's not like 
I, I'll probably check out the film. I'll watch out. He said in separation. I'll check it out. I watch movies from everywhere. But I'm like, I don't knock Nigerian productions because I understand that Nigerian production is not like anywhere else in the world. It's very different. Yeah, I, I, I would completely echo and that, that point of view is very important in the discussion of all of the, in, in, in this part of the critique. I just think that it is, it's still possible, I think, to write for your limitations or um, direct, write and direct for your limitations. And again, this, I don't know where this script started, whether it was something that Genevieve just touched because she's a right, she's credited as one of the writers. I don't know whether it was, it started from her. I don't know who it started from or where the story started from and before she just decided to take it on, on as like her own like sort of personal project. But um, I, when I look at films that I enjoy, that I think have done well, these are films that recognize their almost, when I think about like things like Lost to Croatia and Casala, these are films, even those ones I shot outside, but like when you recognize your your um, your limitations, I think you can you can write and like we kind of already do this because like you're not seeing us writing um, Star Wars, trying to do Star Wars, right? Because we don't we don't have that budget and all of that. Um, maybe I don't know whether I don't know. Maybe it's a we'll we'll try and that's part of the ambition is like hey and and we're always still getting disappointed. Maybe that's part of the problem, but. Um, it's difficult to keep on. Uh, again, I'm, I'm not on set. Like if if I was if I was on set with them, and I, I'm sure like I would have, I would have a better understanding on on how to manage my criticisms and all of that. But I can't I can't do that. And I for for every we can't do that for films without 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 all of that knowledge. But yeah, uh, points points very much well taken. Um, I do think it's it's uh, that said. I do think it's important to to write for the limitations um, you have. Like uh, actually, the film that he's talking about, a separation. I believe I've seen it a while ago. It, that might have a lot of indoor shots as well. But uh, actually, but like it's, it is primarily indoors. Yes, and right. The issue, it's, it's the that, issue that divorce, divorce, mm-hmm. right? Like between. Yeah, uh, yeah. the issue the is about issue. something that that it. Because it is a primarily indoor movie. It is a good movie. You should watch it. It's amazing. It's like, it's a domestic drama. Yes. You know, Hollywood movies, they've done a lot. Like, um, I've seen Locke. Locke is, I mean, like, it it has nicer shots in it. But Locke is a film with Tom Hardy in a car for all of the movie. All of the movie. It's a phenomenal movie. Um, That's the, the location is just his car. Um, and and you don't see anybody else. You, he's just having a series of calls, and that's a dramatic movie. Like again, I know like probably what it costs to make that, write that, get that script is crazy high. Um, but it's just an example of um, the kind of things we can do. And and there are examples of it in in Nollywood. That's why I feel like it. You know, I'm I'm happy in that criticism. Anyway. Um, but thanks for all of this. This was uh, good fun. We do this every week. Uh, if you want to check out our last week's um, review, I think that we talked about Sylvia. That was also a, a fiery discussion. It's it's um, it's in. Uh, I think if you, if you just uh, search Nollywood Film Club, you'll you'll find the recording for for that. Um, but we do this every week. I say that in in the week we're about to take a break. Um, 
uh, next week we'll, we'll be taking a break. But the week after that, we we have a Netflix original to talk about. Um, I think we might do that at a slightly later time. I think maybe seven or seven thirty. Um, but but yeah, I'll, I'll put up that we're, we're talking about. Is it the Man of God? Man, yeah. Man of God. Um, that's a new Netflix original. So I'll keep on. I, I'm sure I, I can't do the um, numbers that Netflix. <laughs> Netflix, Nigel, other people, larger platforms are to remind you that it's coming. But that's the film we're going to be talking to two weeks from now. Um, and uh, I can't wait to talk about that one. Um, that that That's an interesting topic, certainly. I, I hope I hope it goes well. Um, and, and, and trip. I, I want it to go well because that's, that's, um, that's one of those topics that was kind of we talked about and I kind of feel passionate about it from from um from uh, a certain angle um but like um it's not gonna be good enough just yes i um identifying a good a good topic to to um to delve into i i hope you you have to also execute as well but I wish them all the best um and uh hopefully we'll see you guys in a couple of weeks uh, when we're talking about uh, the man of God. Until next time. Uh, thanks, guys. Uh, see you next time. Bye-bye. Okay, so that's that's how that space went. Hope you enjoyed it. Um, so what happened after this was, after that space, lovely space ended. Um, in fact, actually, whilst that space was going on, apparently, and towards the end, and certainly after it, we saw what seemed like subtweets about our spaces and some uh, there were some insults and um, I got in some back and forth with some people about the cinematography of Lionheart um, and you know I felt like hey uh, you know come let's discuss it if you disagree and I have other things I want to say um, but I will let you hear the pushback section. Now, I don't usually edit um, any of the spaces. Well, I, ed I tend to edit all the waffle out. And actually, I think that's what I've done here, to be honest. So it's probably not that different. Um, just to let you know that some part of this has been edited out because I just removed all the part of me. I'm basically waiting for somebody to come on. Now, we would waited for a few minutes um so i took all that waiting and sometimes i was waffling on some things whilst waiting there's no need for you to i didn't feel like there's any need for you to hear any of that so i've taken that out you still hear me waffle on with um when i think towards the end when after some people have spoken so you still get to hear those thoughts and um yeah i still have some thoughts but i will save them for an outro a special outro so yes what a special podcast this is all right. Anyway, um, I I gave you the pushback. Hi, Eddie. I have been here or listening to you and wifey talk about Eddie. Or... Uh, Eddie, Eddie, it's not just you now. Like uh, I've just, not just you. Many people were talking about. But, but please, to be honest, um, to be honest yeah, I don't know if I'm jumping the queue or talking about this already. But to be honest, I wasn't I, when that when someone said it you know, our numerous group chats and all of that, when someone said it, that some, someone just said the cinematography of Lionheart is really bad. And everyone's reaction, first reaction was, what? Where? And I had Iroko critic. I was really disappointed that, that I, initially I'm like, okay, maybe it's just someone that's come on 
the space to talk about it. But I saw you tweeting it, and I was like, he's not serious. He can't be serious about because what? That's one of the best. How many Nollywood films can we actually remember the cinematography being great? Maybe very few of Kunle's work with, um, you know, framing. Um, Casanova, Lost to Kurishi. Casanova is my film. Are you throwing jabs at me? <laughs> no, 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 but like, I don't, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to whine you, Casanova is, has better cinematography than, than Lionheart by mm. far, the way they do conversations is interesting, it's not just short, reverse, short, short, reverse, but short. that's not the case with Lionheart, it's, 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 a, there's a lot of movement with Lionheart, and see, when you see a movie, yeah, uh, when um when people talk about cinematography of a film, I like to look at how many uh, people we have in frame. It's very easy to say, oh, the cinematography of this film is brilliant. Maybe because you just have two, three people in frame. If you, I'm, I can't wait to see Gang of Lagos. I sincerely hope the cinematography in that film is great because it's a lot of people in the film in frame. You know, there's a lot of people, you know, in action almost at the same time, and that's how you know an amazing cinematographer is this is the case with like your heart it's not easy to shoot ex- do a lot of exterior in um, nollywood in nigeria let me not say nollywood in nigeria in in if you're filming in lagos you're filming in enugu in anambra busy cities and places where you have um people who who necessarily are necessarily are in part of your film and, you, and if you're filming in the uk and People would, would just walk past you like you're nothing, you understand. But if you're filming in Nigeria and you have an RMD standing by, everyone is going to stand and forget about where they are going to and they start staring at mm. you and everything. But if you check Lionheart, if you check films like there's another film that I keep wondering how they were able to manage filming in a public space and people were acting like nothing was happening. I can't remember the film now, but that's the case of Lionheart, you know. Okay, but Eddie, I have to, like, because the, the point of contention here is Lionheart cinematography, yeah. right? And, and um, my, my stand still is, it doesn't do, I, I, I just watched the film today, again, just for a recap. I don't know, because, like, I think a lot of people remember it with some Rosie Gosselin. And by the way, I wasn't the one that said it was, it was bad. Uh, somebody on our spaces said it was, it was bad and it was tra- properly trashed it. And I, I, I didn't say it was bad. I said it was not special. I thought it was fine, fine at some places. There are some places where it does something, but it's, it's, it's not even like, um, it's not something that is, hey, isn't, I want this to be part of the storytelling of this thing. It's, it's just like, oh, kind of, this is a neat movement. I mean, like, maybe that's slightly harsh for a couple of the things that it did, but like, there is no way I watch that thing. And I, for, for most of the point, is it's like point and shoot. Again, I have to refer you to the way the conversations are shot. Like Casanova is something that I'm not crazy on, on, the, on, the, color grade, on the color correction and um, color correction, right? I'm not, I'm not particularly crazy. It, it has almost a similar look with the orange and sort of green thing there going on. But with Lionheart, you can't, the shots is very basic. It's like this is why I said, this is why I said the cinematograph- cinematography isn't it's not it's not good. I, I'm not accepting 
because they had an expensive camera. You're saying, are you saying it's not good or it's not great? It's not great. I, I, I believe actually the Royal Lewis tweet is, is it great or not? That was the tweet. The tweet was, yeah, is it great? It great? Is it great or not? And I said, it's not great. And that's, that. I mean, like, maybe if, if Lion Heart is our standard for great cinematography, I worry for us. But it's maybe, not really I, because... maybe I need to do a rewatch. I just, I just actually went on Netflix to, maybe I would do a rewatch tonight and maybe I would tweet at you, okay. but the last I remember about Lionheart cinematography, I think it was Yinka Edward that did yeah. the cinematography. And it, when I, I think my first reaction was, if Yinka Edward, I'm not surprised. I can't wait to see Black Book. He, I know he's a cinematographer on um, Edith's Black Book. Um, I think Yinka is one of the brilliant guys we have. If we've been, if you, if you follow up with some of his work with Kunle, um, I, I think he did figure in and phone swap for Kunle. I can't remember, or but if you follow up with some of Kunle's work and um, some other brilliant stuff Yinka has done, you almost can't fault his cinematography. Even in a time where Nollywood was used to, um, you know, put the camera in front of the actor take it back, you know, do a reverse shot, blah, blah, blah. You know, uh, like we say, Roman Palo setting, Yinka was still very much brilliant, even way more ahead of the technicalities in the industry at the time. So <laughs> I don't, I really don't know. Maybe I need to do a rewatch, like I said, maybe, and I would, be, I would see through you okay. know, my love for the cinematography at the time. Yeah, but let me just mute my mic and allow other people to speak. Melly here? Yes, yes I am. Um, right. so I, I guess the conversations that I would I would like to raise would be um, what is a film club and um, just that, what is a film club? Because when I come to talk about films, I do not come to talk about films with any sort of expertise. I come to talk about films because I know what I enjoy and I know the things mm. that hinder that enjoyment. Um, so I think that even yeah. if I knew absolutely zilch about colors and um, camera and grip and blah, 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 all of those things I've just heard you say, um, if I'm looking at a film and the way that things are happening is making me uncomfortable or is taking me away from the experience, um, I can say it. I might not have the words for it, but then I, I know what that feeling is. Um, I can I can say it. And this is what I have always thought of the film club as. And I know that you're critics. So maybe that's what clouds the perception. But the rest of us, I don't think we are. The rest of us aren't. Um, so your professional work would be your professional. I draw me back in. Um, I'm making a lot of assumptions here. But your professional work would be your professional work. And I guess like the the um, reviews that you would put up on YouTube, I guess that that would, that would be something to come against or to, but then to, I guess, rally around a film mm. feels a bit, I'm thinking, I'm just, I'm trying to apply it to like literature, for instance, like the way that you, yeah. um, the way that you, yes, um, perceive, digest, I've forgotten the word for it, but the way that you receive art is a very personal, very subjective experience, um, yeah. which which the film club shows because we had so many, um, such a variety of perceptions of one film. Um, 
it's what art is supposed to do. It's what art is supposed to be. And so what's a film club? I don't know why, why is a film club eliciting, I guess, such, such a clicky response? Mm. No, no, I, that, that's, um, I, I think I get what you're saying, yes. Um, but like, in, in fairness, I'm not actually saying that anybody who doesn't like, it's part of, it's part of their conversation as well. Anybody who doesn't like what we're saying, they have the, absolutely have the right to go know what you're saying is trash or I don't like what you're saying and all of that. Completely, completely um, fine to say all of that. Um, the, I guess where my quibble would be is um, you don't particularly know what you're saying. I mean, like it's, it's because like sometimes some of what we're doing is a, is a stark claim of knowledge was like, right. So like when I say, I don't think the camera work did anything special. I think a lot of it was shot and reverse shot. Um, I'm, I'm making a, like a claim to which, I mean, like, again, it's, Maybe that's great cinematography for somebody and somebody sees that and they go, oh no, I just find it, I found it really engaging. Um, but like, I think I guess the part I'm reacting is to the claim of, of my knowledge, which I, I guess I could be wrong on, but like if somebody told me, somebody told me what I was wrong on, then I would stop being wrong on it. That's part of, that is part of the, getting better as, as even like as a reviewer it's like and like i've always said like i feel like we're all in this together um uh, and i know a lot of people don't believe believe this we might not be in exactly the same teams but we're trying to make uh, we're, we're here to make the thing uh better in in uh you know and um because we we think a case come Okay, you have. Okay, I think you have the mic. Go on, but yeah. Hey guys. Hi, hi. So um, we are just. So I saw um. So did I? Yeah, I heard the comments. You know, that um, the cinematography, for like not you know, wasn't good, and the camera wasn't anything special, and blah blah blah. And my opinion, that's sort of like the wrong way to look. At things, you know, um, the cinematography for Leonard is extremely subtle. You know, um, the way uh, Minka communicated the story um, through that cinematography was a very subtle way that if you pay attention, if you just forget about the performance and the story for a bit and you just kind of mute the movie and you watch it, you can see what, you know, Yinka was trying to do. And it's a, it's a movie that a lot of, I know a lot of young filmmakers have studied, you know, and the film the film that when you break down all the elements that contribute to the picture, to the look and feel, um, that is where you start learning sort of the basics of production design as a young filmmaker. And to besmirch a film like Lionheart and say that oh, the um, cinematography was crap, um, it's kind of insulting because if you break down, if you break down the scenes, um, you pause the frame and you break down the lighting, you realize how much lights Yinka going, sorry, Yinka Edward used in certain scenes, and you know being able to still achieve the look, you know that he went for to complement the production 
you know, design of Uncle Pat and see all the work that went into that. It's breathtaking, breathtaking when you break it down, you know, especially when you understand the logistics of achieving certain shots in Nigeria, you know, and you know how long certain frame takes to light. It's 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 amazing when you look at the work for like that. So in my own opinion, when you come at it from that angle and say, oh, um, it's crap, bumps me a lot. Like, I'm like, what is the definition of crap? You know, like, I- what's the standard? You know, everybody's just, you know, saying, oh, um, this is crap. This no, no, no. Lionheart, the cinematography was really good. It was really good. I liked it. You know, but hey, it's my own opinion. No, and I, I completely get that. From I don't think I said the cinematography was crap. Uh, I think somebody else. Um, I think Biscuit said it was crap. I said it wasn't special. I thought it was bland. Yeah, I know. But, but so my question for you is. You know, what do you, do you expect the camera to be doing in a drama like that? You know, did you expect some form of, you know, 360 shot? Did you expect a very, ex- yeah. you want very elaborate one? Uh, what, what did you, like, what do you expect from a drama like that? Yeah. It, when you approach a film, like, when you look at a film like that, you know, to communicate the, the to communicate everything and that, for the, that, that film is trying to communicate, you have to approach it very, you know, um, in my own opinion, I approach it very simplistically. I don't know if that's the right word, but you know, I pro- approach it very simply. Like you don't over calculate things; you just make things look as easy as as simple as possible. And that's a difficult thing: making things look as simple and easy as possible while communicating such serious subject matters and all, all, all those kind of things. But when it came to like the power shots, you know, shots that um, scenes that that you know the character Genevieve's character took charge of situations, you can notice the change in the cinematography for that film, and that's what it is. You know, this cinematography of a film is supposed to communicate to the moment, you know, communicate to the moment to the audience without especially saying, "Oh, look at what's going on here," you know. But I feel like that that take was wrong, and I like tweeted about it. Like, I don't know what the fuck is going on here. Right, okay. So I hear you on some of the power dynamics change, but there were a lot of scenes I was watching and I thought, I'm not sure what I'm supposed to be feeling here. And I think that was a combination of the cinematography not really doing anything. And also, like, there's this, uh, uh, I'll address the, there's a thing that is being echoed here where it's it's almost like, um, well, what was I expecting a drama to do with the camera work? And I've watched, I've watched Aimefe. Aimefe is a drama. No, nope. but they're two, but they're two different. Sorry, sorry for cutting short. Those are two different stories, though. Those are two different stories, and the way, but like, and, and but the yeah, way, sorry, sorry, the way to, I would take a picture is yeah. from the way you would take a picture. You know, but that doesn't I, mean I that my photograph is but bad. You're, and you're just, but you're, yeah. But you're implying that I don't understand. I I don't get that um, Lionheart has has good um, cinematography. It's like uh, yeah, it's, because it's, 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 um, I, I'm not noticing certain things. Yeah, because because it's quite subtle. Like, but I'm saying like when I when I give something like Aimefer or even Lost or Kurishi or um, these aren't things that have loud cinematography. No, no, but one but, of the but, of Aimefer. Yeah, but Aimefer's cinematography is sort of obvious, you know, in certain, you know, scenes. For example, when he walked into the house, 
you know, and um, he found um, everybody dead because of the generator, the smoke from the generator. Um, what the traditional way of capturing a scene like that would be, oh, we're going from behind him, you know, um, when he turns around and he realizes what, you know, the horror in front of him would, you know, leave him and then go to the people on the bed, like show the people that are dead. But they didn't do that. They just, let, you know, kept the camera on him and then he turned around and walked away. And from that, you could get that, okay, something horrific, you know, has happened. I just written something horrific, you know. That's a different way of capturing that. And that's a different kind of drama. It's a different kind of subject matter. You know, this one, on the other hand, was quite different from him. Uh, uh, and well, the approach has to be different. Uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not saying they're the same, but even in what you describe, you're describing the absence of something, which is by what I would call very subtle. That, it's, not, it's not that they did something specifically. It was that they didn't do a certain thing which is something that obviously like we both understand um, how they're playing it. And, you know, again, my point is that when I see something and I say, I don't think this, I thought the cinematography was bland. I, my, it's like, given that I do understand what subtle cinematography can look like, that you would, somebody would grant me the, um, grant me the, uh, understanding that, I, oh no, like it's not just, I don't need a camera to do the 360 thing or like move in any spe spectacular direction. All right, it's like, okay, so if um, if we're saying, okay, um, the cinematography in Lionheart was, was great, by the way, and again, I didn't say it was crap, I didn't say it was trash, I said it was just- You said it was not good. You said it was not good. Yeah, yeah, that's not good. Not that's not good. Not that's not that's good. Not that's good. Not that's good. Not 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 good. You don't need your cinematography to be that ambitious, you know, like for certain movies. So for certain movies, for certain certain like certain certain stories, you don't need your cinematography to be that ambitious, you know. So let me use Juju stories. Like, so like, let me use Juju stories for like as an example. So this cinematography in Yam, okay, was quite yeah. basic, you know, <laughs> and you can sort of you can understand Abba's approach to that, you know. I wanted to keep it very rural, very grounded on that kind of stuff. So you kind of understand, yeah, you understand that quite basic cinematography, nothing, you know, spectacular. But when you watch Suffer the Witch and you see the way CJ, you know, um, framed scenes and it's the same cinematographer, mind you, like Femi shot Yam and then shot Suffer the Witch, but the styles are totally different, you know. It's like cinematography can be... Um, what's the point I'm trying to make? Cinematography can be subtle, you know, but at the same time, the fact that it doesn't deliver what you want does not mean that it's not working. You know, if I'm watching it and I'm feeling something, then it's working for me. But the fact that it's not working for you, it's a different thing. It's how you interpret that or how the art form communicates, you know, with you. But me, when I was watching Lionheart, I was like, okay, fuck, I have to learn, I have to learn, I have to learn. 
have to learn this, have to learn this, have to learn this. And there's so many things I learned from that movie that, you know, that when I hear someone say, oh, the cinematography is trash, it kind of make, gets me offended, you know. Okay, but you keep on, you keep on repeating that. Like, again, I haven't said that, so I can't defend... But yeah. you said it wasn't good. That's Somebody what... asked you on on on, the, on Twitter. Someone said, yeah. um, so that think... is, is so much of No, it was great or not. And I said, not. It, th those are my two options, great or not. Mm. I, I'm not choosing great. I mean, that that's not, I don't think that's crazy. If, again, if, you know, like somebody sees something, and I can imagine there, there are things, um, there's certainly things that filmmakers do that I can't do or um, that I I take for granted because like um, I don't understand the complexities that go, in, go into pulling that shot. Um, but if, if it's done so much, right? Like if it's done enough times that it's kind of what anybody can do and has done repeatedly, it's something that I'm going to have to put in my basic file now. Like, all right, I've seen this done a thousand times in this way. Maybe somebody should try something uh, different with, with that. That's that's what I'm saying. Like, so when I was watching Lionheart, I saw things that I recognized in in a thousand movies done. It, it's not even just that. It's that again. I, I, I honestly believe that there were points in the movie where I don't think the cinematography complemented um, complemented the what we were seeing on scene. An example of this was um, um, there was a point where um, Peter Duchess was announcing announcing um, um, that he he would be giving the um, giving over to his his brother and to the uncle, and it just has this wide shot of both. Um, of both um, Genevieve and the other guy who was maybe hoping he would get get the position. It just has this wide shot. And, and it has it um, repeatedly, like with no new information gained. It's like, this isn't, this is not something I can call great cinematography. You didn't feel like, I mean, like you, again, sorry, you don't feel like that shot was, staging, was um, setting the stage up for conflict? No, 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 no. We've, we had had this wide shot of like, oh, like, okay, so like we, we the the frame has positioned it so that hey um the announcement of who is going to be um the person who's going to be named as the chief is coming oh is it going to be this person or that? is it going to be him or is it going to be genevieve's character is it going to be him or her and then um and then uh that wide shot is established and then um in camera walks into the room and we go back to the wide shot and it's just both of them um um sort of uh, let down that oh no they didn't pick either of us and it, it just feels flat it's just like it's like i'm supposed to care about both of their reactions equally it's like the other guy is barely in the movie why am i like it, i feel like that's the time where i want to see what this thing that is apparently means so much to her for the whole movie that's when i want to see you know what it means to her but like it doesn't convey that I was like, I just watched this film, by the way, today, right? So like, it's relatively fresh in my mind. I don't know, I don't know um, yeah. how fresh it is in, in some people's mind. I don't know when last you watched it. I don't know. Or, last time I saw the film was like three years ago. Um, okay. Yeah. So um, anyway, that's another. Is it is it possible that is it possible that you you watch it again and 
and and and you think, oh, I, I've, you know, there's there's not much, there's not much I probably have to learn from from this at, at this point. Um, at the, well, that's an opinion. Is yeah. it possible that's, that, that your, opinion, that yeah. your opinion changes? Yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Right. So okay. let me. All right, bye. Yeah. Thanks a lot for you. Yeah. I do appreciate coming on to talk because, like, um. Hey, it's it's all part of the learning. Thing. Yeah, you um, know if, me; I'm uh, a troublemaker. Will come yeah. and open my mouth when I feel like somebody's saying <laughs> crap. Yeah. All right. Oh, my Jesus. Okay. Thanks a lot. Bye. Vanessa, it's not just me that's been dragged. It's all of us. <laughs> <laughs> they insulted all of us. I'm not part of you. Hey. I, 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 I collected my dragging. I collected my no, dragging no, from Monday to. <laughs> Friday. Everybody, I'm um, professional comedians. I'm not sharing in this part of your dragon. No, no. All right, all right. Uh, 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 all right, you, um, you, you certainly had <laughs> strong pushbacks for for us. I don't know if you want to come up on stage or um... reiterate something that Mel said. Was it Mel that said it? Um, this is, I'm sorry, I'm confused by what exactly has people up in arms. There are many spaces on Twitter dedicated no. to, to, um, I don't want to, Nollywood. yeah, I don't want to make it feel like people can't, but like people can chat shit. Well, I, I don't mean chat shit, I mean like people can just trash the space. Like, if I mean, like, if I go in a space and people talk nonsense. I very well reserve my rights to tweet that the people in that space were talking nonsense. What I'm saying is that, right, this is what we said. We think it's quite a normal claim, but like, it seems like people who, probably some people who thought we've said reasonable things in the past, maybe some who don't at all, um, think that we have misspoke. Yeah, 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 yes, exactly. Things like that. Like, so like, even the things that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. That's why it's confusing to me because I felt like it was a pretty. Uh, and here's the thing. Knowing review. Yeah, here's, here's the thing that also is part of it is like a lot of people just have been hand waving. Oh, oh, it's not even. Okay, like, all right, so you think I said nonsense. What part? Oh, it's not even worth addressing. And I and then I was like, hey, I don't think the cinematography was uh, was particularly great. I um. I think the uh, the colors were overly saturated, and uh, with with the correction, like I think it was the orange and the teals were too loud, and, and I was like to the point where like I am noticing it on Onyeka's hair, and and they're like, oh, is it the response to that is just oh, if it's that one self, like I mean I mean I'm not I can't even have this conversation. It's like okay, okay right, like here's your here's your time to educate an idiot like me who you know, come on, say, come on, tell the things. But like, all we're getting is just hand waving. We're obviously right because it's obvious that we're right. Is me? Is I don't. Know. I, that's why. That's what me. I came to say. Me. I don't want to be educated about anything. <laughs> not uh, no, not on this space. Film club for crying out aloud. Yeah, it's just coming here. Please. Do people yeah. go to book clubs to be educated about the literary devices that the writer used? Not necessarily. People go to book clubs to talk about their takeaways and like how they felt about a specific book. And we're talking about film here. Everyone's going to speak about how they felt about certain things and how specific things that were done in the film made them feel. 
It's that simple. I didn't come back here and not see the camera right or that a wide shot was was particularly amazing. I, that, that, not really. And that's not what me I'm here for. Maybe mm. that's what they are there for, and they can and they can set it up. But me, I don't want to be educated. You, you can like to be educated. But me, I don't. <laughs> me, I don't want to be educated. They come and fight me. <laughs> I won't fight. I won't fight. They come and fight me. What is it? All right. Okay. No. Yeah, I like it. <laughs>
I don't know, like people have responded that it, it was like too crazy a claim, like that it's not even worth considering matters. I know Aurelua does not read those in general, um, so I, I think I'd add, add, add that to... Uh, we don't have to read those. We're not wasting enough on each other. Yeah, I mean, like... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, and, and the point of this this space was to go, hey, if you disagree with us, come, 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 uh, come share share your piece. And, and we might, we might learn. Yeah, yeah, I mean, like that's even film. Like nobody's gatekeeping um, film. You don't have to go to film school to um, to to make a film. You, you you know make what touches you. If it touches people, great. If it doesn't, that's okay too. But like again, I don't want to come across like oh no, oh no, they didn't like my opinion. It's like somebody. I feel like. And she's married to me, so like. Uh, <laughs> So uh, all of that. I mean, like, and yeah. Sure. All right, sure. Uh, wrote to me. Uh, sure, jump on. What do you want to say? I'm going. Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Okay. So first things first, then. Please, oh, anybody that is dragging anybody, please go and look for Biscuito. It's Biscuits. The person I had... Throw Biscuits under the bus. I would join you. I would join you under the bus. I would join you. See, let's talk about the conversation. I was the one talking about how I like the production design and the camera and the costume. Really yeah, the biscuit came out so that oh, that why is this thing like this? Hey, they expect more for you, you can't have they shot it. And I'm like, guy, that's the guy they want to go and drag. You know, join the whole space. I want to drag everybody together. Okay, so <laughs> second of all. Second of all, there's there's one thing me I, I, I was um I I'm going to use these two examples. I, I last end of last year I watched the uh, Home the Spider Man movie. This year beginning of the, okay I watched um, Batman the Batman. Now if you watch those things, those are two different tones. They are two superhero movies, but two different. Now some people like, like the, the way no way, um, Marvel's like pop. Get rid of your Wi-Fi. Yeah. Wi-Fi is not dynamic for uh, it breaking up. Let me take my Wi-Fi. Funny, my oh. Wi-Fi is off. <laughs> Let me try it now. Can you hear me now? Yeah, that's better. That's the Wi-Fi now on. Okay, so two movies. Mm. Oh wow! Two movies, two different tones. Okay. People that like the Marvel popcorn stuff will be like, "Oh, rubbish! It's too dull. It's not. Uh, it's not. It's not funny. It's not uh, exciting." People that like the Batman, like yes, this are this is how movies. This is more like cinematic and everything. Movies can have two things. My problem is that me, I can watch. Yeah, right me. I'm sorry. You're still breaking. You're still breaking up. You're still breaking up. Um. Anyway, but yeah. To be fair, I've had. I've had. There. There are. There. Are, there's one thing that actually makes me. Um. That makes me. Sort of. Um, 
setup is sometimes I, I listen to there's I, there's some people I listen to their reviews about Hollywood Hollywood stuff and there are people who are and nitpicking is subjective but in my eyes it looks like yo why do you care so much about that small thing right or why do you care so much but like that's the thing about nitpicks like uh, they can be very subjective what isn't a big deal to you is something that is constantly distracting somebody else. And that's because film is obviously subjective to the way um, um, people, people interpret it, in, interpret and consume them. I like, so um, uh, the, the, when I say, um, when I say something, I'm talking about it through the way I interpreted it. Now, like, I guess there are some, there's some truth claims you can make though. Like, again, that, hey, there are some things I think you missed or there are some things that you, you, you didn't get. And if I, if I was to gain that new knowledge, it may change my, my second viewing of it. And that was kind of what I was hoping, uh, uh, that's something I was hoping, I was hoping to happen, um, but yeah. Um, I, I I don't need this to. It doesn't need to turn into anything. Um, AKS, come on, and he's certainly said his piece on why he thinks he, why he disagrees with me as 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 well as um. Yeah, yeah. As much as, as well as Eddie, Eddie had the conversation. It's not to say. <sighs> yeah, yeah. Like I, to be honest, I think um uh, uh yeah. Uh, there's no, there's no, um, there's no need to, I, I don't know, like, again, like, whenever my, my perspective is not even completely devoid of what, devoid of what I think Nollywood goes through, because every time I think I criticize a particular thing, I think I remember seeing a different Nollywood filmmaker do it better. Um, um, and I'm not saying everybody needs to shoot things the same. In fact, like when you start shooting things the same, it, it then that's when the thing turns into a cliche or a ripoff or that kind of a thing. And that's not also good, which makes filmmaking very difficult. <laughs> um, I can imagine. So I understand people's uh, like thing, but I, I just, I'm of the opinion that if we took um, Lionheart to like, the critics like um i'm not saying all of them but like if if it was to get that i don't know wide um cinematic uh review if if they're not going to be like looking down on us because we're we're africans or something because that's not a thing um bigotry of low expectations or any of that but if they were just looking at us i don't think that is I don't think the cinematography of Lionheart is something that somebody would uh, they would appreciate. That's that's my perspective. That's what I think, and people obviously find to disagree. But yeah, that's what certainly stuck out. But okay, all right. I think people who have want to say who want to say what have come on to say their piece, and um, I'm I'm uh, I'm at peace with the couple of conversations I have. Um, Thanks, guys, for the, the people who, who continue to join us. Like, I think the fun thing about Nollywood Film Club is just that hearing different people's um, pieces on this because, like, you don't you don't need you don't need any particular type of degree or don't I I, I don't I'm, you know I, I appreciate everybody's inputs regardless of um, 
of, of where you are at your stage of, of film watching and loving because this is part of well part of the community the, the Nollywood community like it or not um, but yeah thank you and uh, we'll see you next time thank you guys bye bye okay so um, hopefully you've heard some of the pushback from filmmakers um, I think there was Eddie Young, producer of Casanova, um, and um, A.K. Mason. I think at that time he had only just done Elevator Baby and Superstar. But um, anyway, uh, it's gone on to do more films now. Anyway, that was the discussion we had. And honestly, I th I believe I have grown since since this point in time. Look at that. Growth is possible, yes. But I have grown. Um, my views have developed and evolved and i still think line of heart is bad and i still think the cinematography is okay fine and that's for us by the way it's fine uh but that's that's essentially that's not where my growth has come in i just is listening to it again i just felt that i could definitely do a better defense of uh, my point of view and i think you know, back then that's something about me opening this space up to filmmakers that um well because it's just it's still in that early stage of things and the pushback section doesn't exist yet and i did want to welcome that discourse and i'm just i can just hear myself in real time juggling trying to both be a host um try to welcome feedback um and also discuss you know discuss the movie we're talking about i think i did all right to be honest in general just for time but i could definitely do a better defense and um everything i still think of it it's just i remember thinking i don't know why my views are getting confused for somebody else's views you know they kept on telling me i was saying you know the cinematography was trash I, I did not say that. I, and I, maybe, you know, there's something in there, you know, when sometimes when some people say something is not great, they mean something is very bad. But um, I'll have to say in the context of things, right, um, the option I was given during a tweet, I think, like I said on the pod, was is this thing not is this thing great or not great? And if you only give me those two options, I'm taking not great. And that's what I meant. I think if you listen to the podcast, you can just hear exactly what I think about the cinematography. Um, I have some negative things to say about it, but it's not that negative. Um, and uh, it's weird just watching somebody come onto, you know, through what they've had through the grapevines and not even modify their position when being corrected. But, you know, that's what happens. Oh, you said this. Okay. All right. Anyway, but that's on that. Um, I'll also have to say that since then, um, Yinka Edward has, um, who, who tragically passed, um, this, this year and the year 2023, um, he went on to do the black book the black book was his, his last big budget thing that i've seen from him anyway uh, i don't know if he has any more few works few few projects yet to be yet to come out um but um i would say that Yinka edwards is definitely if not the most 
one of the most gifted production designers we've ever had in Nigeria, like simple. Um, it's, it's very clear on that one for me. On cinematography, I just don't feel the same way. Um, and that's fine, you know, people may disagree with me. I think he always used, he's always used really good cameras. Um, or he's used, a lot of times he's used cameras that were better than what um, we were shooting with for the most part. Um, he has a good understanding for production design, very quality, good understanding. And I think both of those things combined together um, make people think that equals good cinematography i think some people maybe some people i'm sure some people generally do think he is good at um cinematography but i don't think that's enough for me um i i think there are things you can do in the simple um act of framing and movement of cameras that can make that visual language much more interesting um and that's the view i held for lionheart anyway don't want to redo my arguments you've or or, or this is not an opportunity to come on i'm just saying like i still even feel that way uh a year later about um um the work in general all right um so i think there's something that both mel and vanessa say on here that i think were true in terms of hey you what's you know we on nollywood film club we just come in and we just say whatever is on our mind and we don't have to be experts and that's absolutely true and that's one of the reasons why i you know that's part of the sort of dna and i don't think that will ever change i think one of the things about nollywood film club is that because it's so open and it does mean that um people who don't people who don't have any expertise in film whatsoever but want to like discuss the film that they've just watched. Also, people who have all of the expertise in film can come on and discuss what they've just seen. And sometimes in, but like discussion means that sometimes if you say, oh, I thought this thing was this way and somebody who has slightly more ex, um, knowledge on something goes, yeah, um, they can't ever tell you how you felt or how you're supposed to feel because how you're supposed to how you feel is how you feel. Nobody can change that, but they can go, hey, um, in especially in the claim that I made in terms of cinematography or when I was talking about the saturation, um, you know, somebody can go, oh no, based on this and that, this is why you know technically this would be X rather than Y. So. Um, and back then, when there was no pushback section, that's you know, that's why I opened the floor. And you know, I can understand. I I understand Mel and Vanessa's um, um, pushback and and uh, annoyance with even entertaining this in in um, in hindsight. I'm not sure I understood it back then. Or I think I'm still trying to figure out this space where we can all discuss even if we disagree because like now if anybody has that I, I there's no need to pay attention to them because the pushback section exists and you know sometimes some people are talking talking smack in the tier and they just say hey if you disagree pull up you know and uh, and and during the pushback section and you know it exists there and you know if you have an issue you can always come in and say hey i don't disagree I, I disagree with you because this so now that exists so there's no need for me to ever 
there's no need to me if ever reach out to anybody to uh hey why don't you think anything extra anyway but i think all of this has been to the um betterment of um nollywood film club in general i enjoy the pushback section even because like it's good you know it's like healthy sometimes that's where some people have had their mind changed it's not something that i don't want to discourage or encourage that it's just you know it should just fall up to you i you shouldn't necessarily come in here but like you know it makes sense sometimes you come in here and you listen to different perspectives and you go hey i didn't think of that and you know your mind has been changed but um yeah it's good that the pushback section exists now formally or more formally anyway so yeah um i'm just grateful for all the progress all of this has had and it makes sense um we'll probably still keep tinkering with with um nfc to to make it the best version of itself it can be um so yeah i think that's where i generally am but i'm thankful for everybody you know you know this kind of thing is a part of it um it's a part of what you know gets it to the point where it is um and uh with your help and your feedback uh, we'll keep on making it um better but thank you guys uh for all the support and uh, we appreciate it and uh, we know big things are coming um for us and i'm sure big things are coming for you and i hope you enjoy the rest of your holidays if you're listening to this during the holidays um um period if not oh, hey enjoy your cleaning or whatever you're doing and uh i'll see you next time bye bye thanks for listening to the episode if you enjoyed listening and would like to join live just follow us on twitter at iroko critic and join us every sunday 6 p.m west african time on our spaces